Cool. All right. June, welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much for coming today. Well, thank you for inviting. Yeah, definitely, man. So why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to everybody? Um, um, my name is Jun Song. I was, I was born here in Daejeon. Um, I didn't really get to have a chance to live here, though, because I always moved around. And um, yeah, currently I'm teaching. I'm teaching English um, at a private school. And um, yep, that's pretty much it. Nice. That sounds good. So well, you were born here and then you went to the States, I'm assuming, afterwards? Um, or No, actually. Um, the first place I moved to was um, Shanghai. Okay, Shanghai. Nice. Um, I studied there a little bit and then... I decided after that, I decided to just drop out of school Right. Um, when I was 12 Okay. or 11, 12, I think. Um, I just dropped out of school and I took uh, GED right. for middle school. Okay. I passed and then, and then I took another one for high school mm-hmm. and then passed. So I was able to go to college at, um, when I was 15 nice. um, in Beijing. Nice. Wait, hold on. How the hell do you drop out of school at 12 years old? Like, how do you make that decision? Um... <laughs> it wasn't it was obviously a big decision right. um but i well after i came back to korea i realized um kids here are really they're really smart they're really good at studying yeah on top of that their parents kind of like push them a little bit i don't know if push is the right word but the parents encourage them to do their best in school right which is not like my parents at all my parents will be like do whatever you want to do mm-hmm. live your life Kind of like a hands-off approach. Kind of like that. Yeah. So I told my dad, Dad, this is not, it's not going to work. I want to, I don't want to go to Seoul University. I want to study what I want to study. And he agreed. He said, yeah, don't be a slave for school. Just drop out. But I want you to really think about it. And he made me think about it for half a year. Right. And it's still the same. So there we go. Okay. Nice. So then after you got your GED, what did you do after that? Um, After that, I worked... Um. <sighs> I'd done a bunch of things. I worked at a construction site. Okay. As a, they call me, they call us the mover. Right. We'll be moving like bricks and something heavy because right. we don't have any skills because mm-hmm. I'm 14. I don't right. have any skills. Right. So I worked at a construction site. Um, I worked at a um, restaurant. I worked at a um, bar-ish. Not like the illegal bar or anything, but I was able to work during the day because it was a restaurant-ish slash bar right so yep that's what i did to save money for like the admission fee okay for my school in beijing nice okay and then so after you graduated or after you got your ged right you worked those jobs is that correct yep okay and then after you worked those jobs when did you decide to go to university um well i sent a bunch of applications to like pretty much all those places okay and um i, I got accepted by four I think. Okay. And the cheapest one I could choose was the one in Beijing. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yep. I was, I'm 14. I don't have money, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. No, but that's amazing though. I mean, that's an amazing thing if you think about it. Like going to college at 14, 15 years old. Yeah. Damn. Genius. It was definitely interesting. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. How was that experience? Um, like it was good and bad. Like, like everything, it has like good sides and bad sides i guess um what was good about it was that i was supposed i was able to have my the head start like all my friends are just i don't know if i should use the word dumb right they're kind of being dumb in like middle school and high school right but i'm able to like start way before they do so like on top of that i get to hang out with people much older than me right 
in some ways, it could also indicate that those people are much more mature than me. Right. And therefore, I was able to experience things that I couldn't if I was just in school normally. Right. Um, at the same time, there were times when I wasn't having a good time because obviously I was bullied. Right. Like some of the male students will be like, hmm, what are you? Like, <laughs> yeah, what 12? is this good doing here? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was good though. Like I learned a lot from, I learned to navigate my ways better. Um, it definitely made me more mature. I, and it was great. Like foreign student in Beijing University. It's awesome. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's definitely got to be a very unique experience to say the least. Oh yeah. And do they yeah. know that you were Korean? Um, or no? Um, I'm, I don't know how much, but I'm mixed. Um, and. Oh yeah, mixed. Sorry. Yeah, I'm mixed. Um, I have a little bit of Japanese. Okay. And I have family in China. I don't know how much, um, how much Chinese I am. Okay. But I have family in China. Right. So I'm a little bit Chinese as well. So it was kind of easy because I was able to meet people there. But like the funny story is I ran into, like, I met this guy. This guy was my roommate and he's from Malaysia. Um, he's part, chi- part Chinese. And he's also Malaysian. Anyway, like, this guy was one of the most, like, the funniest guy ever. Like, he doesn't, he's, like, the m- most laid back. Um, I don't care whatever you do. Right. <laughs> you can literally do anything next to me while I'm sleeping in my bed in the dorm room. Like, can I guy? I did not know what it was, but it was fun to hang out with. So, right. I, we basically just got drunk every night. <laughs> and while we're studying, getting drunk, you know, nice. college. Yeah, of course. Um, after we'd done that, I actually met him like four months ago, four or five months ago, last year. Nice. Um, in Malaysia, because I was in Vietnam. Oh, well, you guys didn't coordinate this at all. Oh, well, we were been talking like oh, okay. once a year, like Christmas or like Chinese Lunar New Year. Right. We'll be like, we'll send each other eat long email. Right. And but like we didn't really talk to each other that much. But anyway, like he said, hey, I see you're in Vietnam. I'll send you a ticket. Can you come to Kuala Lumpur? I'm like, um, sure, okay. That's kind of random, but sure. And yeah, he, I just went there. And apparently his father is a CEO of a company that builds schools nice. and fences. And um, so his father's like a millionaire. <laughs> and I just he just told me, just stay here, man. It's um, all good. He gave me a key to three-bedroom apartment. Um, in Kuala Lumpur, where you could see the KL Towers. Wow. And right in front of it, there's a big pond, and you could just go running, and like just awesome place. He gave me the keys, and he says, you can keep this apartment for maybe two years, and maybe I'll need it back after that. But if you want to, you can stay here. I could probably give you a job, too. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Damn, <laughs> dude, why did I not see this while you're in college? Yeah. Why did you not say anything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, I don't say these kind of things. Yeah, of course not. Yeah, because, you know, people get to take advantage. Yeah, and, yeah. Know, which I, I understand. I could see that. Yeah. But, yeah, it was awesome. He took me to this place where um, I walk up and I just draw the curtain. Right. You see beach and crystal clear, crystal clear water. Nice. And the great thing is there's nobody because that place is not well known. Right. So that entire beach is mine right so it's just like peaceful and like pure serenity yeah that's great man yeah like there's so many creatures like there's so many animals in the water because there's nobody no people yeah i stepped on like crabs and like they (laughs) like pinched me and then there were so many they're like get the fuck out of here man. yeah Yeah. (laughs) pretty much (laughs) our spot yeah (laughs) so how long were you there for um i was there for two weeks okay three weeks 
So wait, 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 wait. He gave you that area for like two years, and you were only there for a few weeks. He no, he gave me the one in Kuala Lumpur. Okay. And he said, "Hey, city's kind of boring, and I have to go to a different part of Malaysia, right? Because there was a some guy messed something up in that area. Yeah. So I have to go and fix it. You're coming with me. Okay. And that was where the beach was. Oh, I see. And he okay. just got me this hotel. Like you stay here. Nice. Yeah. That's tight. Yeah, man, that was. I want some rich friends. <laughs> I know. And nice. <laughs> the thing is, he like you would never know yeah. from that guy. Like the clothes he wears, like right. they're. I would even use the word gross to right. describe his clothes. And I'm like, I never knew you were. And I was like, um, I don't. You really advertise it. Um, yeah. Yep. That's what it is. Yeah. That's okay. I understand that. Okay. Cool. So just to get a brief timeline, then, right? Brief timeline. Uh, you were born in Korea. Uh-huh. Uh, you went to Shanghai. Yeah. You were in Shanghai for a while. You dropped out of school. Yep. And then you went and got into university after you got your GED. Uh-huh. And then uh, you were in university for a few years. Yeah. Um, you got your degree. No, no, no. Actually, I should have continued there. Um, okay. Shanghai, and then I got back to Korea, um, and then went to Beijing. Oh, then After went to GED Beijing. in Korea. Okay, I see. And after that... Um, I was done with Beijing for about a year, and then I got scholarship. Okay, nice. Um, yeah, I was real proud of that. But then again, after that, I um, ran into, I guess that was kind of a crisis, um, um, crisis that I kind of ran into there. Um, my grandma, uh, my parents are super busy. Right. They never had time for me. Sometimes I would see them like twice a year. Mm-hmm. Um, so my grandma was pretty much like my mom and dad. Um, she passed, um, while I was in Beijing. Right. Right when I got my scholarship. Oh, so. So she wasn't able to see it. Right. Um, I got back to Korea, like, went to a funeral. And after that, I just realized I achieved pretty much everything I wanted to achieve in China. Mm -hmm. I speak fluent Chinese. I finished first year and in in the school. And after that, I'm like, um, do I want to continue it here? I'm not sure. Um, on top of that, my grandma passed, so I couldn't kind of focus, concentrate on studying, um, which made me want to do something else. And I started saving money and went backpacking in Southeast Asia when I was 16. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yep. I'd done that for, um, about half a year, a bit less, um, trying to, meet people, try to do things that I couldn't do because I was in a limited area, mm. school, studying, um, which was fun. There were some dangerous times. Um, being there as a Korean, they somehow always assume that I'm super duper rich. and Being in Beijing? Uh, being in Southeast Asia. Oh, being in Southeast Asia. Yeah. Okay. And what, in which country specifically? Or, um, or do you want to mention the countries? Or yeah, no? <laughs> I was in... Uh, I was in <clears throat> Philippines, um, Thailand. Okay. Mostly these two. Vietnam a little bit too. Okay. And uh, mostly in Philippines and Thailand. Um, Yeah, just backpacking there because I knew some friends. And they helped me out. And like I was able to practice my English with them as well because they speak English there. Sweet. And yeah, it was pretty good. It was um, like there were some dangerous moments where... Like, I, w- I was at this airport, and I got out, uh, got outside the airport, and this guy was like, hey, buddy, let me help you. And he was just grabbing all my stuff, 
and my clothes. Right. And I was like, what the hell? And he had something shiny in his pants, which mm-hmm. looked like knife. Mm-hmm. And I was, I'm, remember, I'm 16. I'm about to freak out. And then I saw someone walking with, uh, it says, Kim, kimchi ramen. Right. And I immediately thought they were Korean. So I kind of like walked towards them like, hey, I think I'm kind of in trouble. Um, I think these guys are trying to like mock me or something. Could, you, could I walk with you guys? Yeah. Could you pretend like you know me? And then they said, oh, yeah, you could walk with me, walk with us. And then like, that's how I got away with that. Nice. But then like at that moment, though, I was like, my heart was pumping. I thought mm-hmm. it was, something was going to happen. Because right. imagine four big dudes like <clears throat> around me, surrounding me. Right. One of them had a knife. Right. And yeah. Um, yep, that happened. But nothing compares to like, what happened in Beijing when mm-hmm. I was when I was living there? I had a pretty busy life there. I was studying a lot, and remember I was finishing my school at three a.m. because I was really low in the school. My grade was really bad. Because how could it be? I didn't have money to study chi- Chinese in Korea before, right. so I had to study Chinese and in college as well. So my grade was really low, and I was going home three a.m. Right. Just walking home and this cripple guy behind me was like walking slowly kind of assumed that we're going to the same direction i don't know and it was like following me walking towards the direction i was going pretty much very slowly though like he was crippled right so i didn't care and then i would just walk up the bridge because there's like a big bridge that i have to cross to go like to go home right. from my school okay um anyway i was i got up to the bridge and i like was two-third way down and this guy suddenly came up, out of, came out of nowhere pretty much, and then just blocked my path, right? Right. And then he was walking towards me slowly, very creepy. The same guy? No, different guy. Oh, different guy. Yeah, because ah. remember this guy was following me? Yeah, and then, like, yeah, yeah. And some, some guy just appeared out of nowhere okay, okay, in okay. the opposite direction. Right. So I'm like, okay, uh, this doesn't look very good. Right. And I'm a foreigner. Then my Chinese was, Chinese was pretty bad. Right. I look back, and the cripple guy... Yeah was not cripple anymore oh shit and i was like remember it's 3 a.m right and that night is the night actually when i studied about diseases at school i studied cancer Mm -hmm. um other diseases a bunch of diseases and aids right i I memorized that word because that word was going to be on the test right and that guy that came out of nowhere had a needle Mm -hmm. and he said this is aids get naked right and I freaked out, and I was like, what's the best thing I could do here? Let me ask you, what, what do you think you could do there, like, in that situation? Well, um, I would probably turn around and start running towards the cripple guy. He wasn't crippled anymore. Oh, sorry, no. Oh, the, the wait, wait, which guy came with, came at you with the needle? The crippled the guy? The guy that came out of nowhere. Okay. Hmm. I don't know. In that situation, I don't know. I wouldn't get naked. That would be the first thing. Yeah. I, I wouldn't do that. Yeah, um, but I'd be like, nah, I'm not doing that. Yeah, did you did you carry any type of weapon with you at all? I did not. Okay. I had a bunch of books. If that's if those are weapons, weapon. yeah. I mean, I guess it, it is. In some way. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I don't know what I would do. Actually, that would just be like an impulse thing. But I, I know for one, I wouldn't get naked. Yeah. Yep. Hell no. So what did you do? I thought and I didn't even think to be honest. Right. And I saw that guy approaching me slowly with a needle. Right. The guy behind me was walking like fast right and i was freaking out and i jumped off the bridge right i jumped off it's i'm not talking about like a small county small bridge right this is a big 
bridge, right? Mm-hmm. And like at least I don't know if you think about a building, it's at least second floor. Okay. Ish, right? right? So that's pretty that's Wait, pretty far away from under? the ground. What? Is there water? No, there's just cars running. There's oh, roads. Oh shit. Yeah. Oh. I jumped and I got down. Right. And I grabbed my backpack and started running. Right. I ran for like a long time. Yeah. And yeah, I finally stopped because I didn't know where I was anymore. Right. I got into a taxi and I went home and slept. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. That's some crazy shit. Yeah. I don't know. I would have what I would have done. Um. I guess jumping over a bridge, depending on how high it was, that would be a good idea. I mean, if it's, like, really high, there's no way I'm doing that. Because that's essentially suicide, if you think about it. Yeah, it, yeah. it kind of was, to be honest. Yeah. And I went to the doctor's um, two days later. Yeah. Because I saw a bunch of bruises, like, close to my knee. Right, right. And the bone was fine. He said, oh, it looks like somebody hit you or something. Right. But your bone is completely fine. Damn, it's luck right there. Yeah. <laughs> luck or God, whichever one you want to you give credit to. Yeah. That's crazy, man. Yeah. Damn. That, one of the moments I could never. So that dude just life. like pointed at the needle, was like, "This is AIDS, get naked." Yeah. Why didn't he just like ask for money or something like that? Mm-hmm. You know, you like, got me. I'm I would have like... been like, "Dude, I'm 15. I got like three dollars in my wallet. Here, take it. Get the fuck out of my face." You know, like this doesn't make any sense. Like, um, I'm not trying to creep you out or creep anyone else out yeah. or anything, but in China, um, it's a big business there. Mm-hmm. Um. So basically what they do is, um, let me tell you a story, actually. Um, I studied this in my HSK, um, Hanwei Shui Ping Kaoshir, which which is pretty much like a TOEFL, um, which is like an English test, right? Yeah. It's kind of like a TOEFL, but for Chinese, right? Um, Anyway, one of the articles that showed up in the test was um, two people, a couple, actually, just married couple, Mm -hmm. came to Beijing from... Um, um, Taiwan, mm-hmm. and they were traveling. Um, they like got into a cab, and the cab stopped moving. So the cab driver asked the guy, the husband, to go outside and push the car a little bit. Right. The minute he got outside and closed the door, the cab just took off. Oh shit! Yeah. Um, he spent all his money and all the girl's family's money to find this girl, and he finally did, and. What they found was the empty shell. Right. So they pretty much took out all the intestines and eyeballs and everything and sold it. Right. And I'm assuming that was what they were doing, probably. Right. Um, Trying to get, uh, like, sell it on the black market? Something like that. Yeah. I'm assuming, because, like, what I have doesn't really matter to them. It's more about... The organs. Yeah, the organs that matter to them. Right. Yeah. And this is you said this is in Beijing. It was in Beijing. Yeah. Yep. 3 a.m. I could still... I still remember the bridge. Right. It was... No, that's some horrifying Traumatizing. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. Damn, that's crazy, man. That's crazy. It's crazy, like, what some people do in this world, especially for money. Yeah. It's sad, but... Yep. Is there. And how long ago was this? Um, I was 16... 15 or 16, so that was 11, 12 years ago. Okay. Wow. Yeah. I hope I hope practices have changed since then. Let's just say that much. Um, yep, I hope yeah. so too. Yeah, that's crazy. Okay, well, that's quite an introduction. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't mean to go that far, but apparently I did. <laughs> no, nah, that's great though. I mean, just like hearing those like different experiences, like just getting to know you a little and uh, about your background a little bit is great. 
So, you know. Yeah. yeah. Some <laughs> people might be like, damn, what is this? Why did he do that? And other people are like, what? I need to talk to this guy. You yeah. Know, you sound like you have a very interesting life story for sure. <laughs> I'm okay. glad I did. Yeah, man. So cool, man. Well, that's not a cool situation, but I'm glad you made it, of course. And I hope that that doesn't happen to anybody else. Um. Now, with that being said, shall we move on? Sure. All yeah. right, let's do it, man. Okay, so... First things first, what did you want to talk about? So we're going to um, do what you want to talk about first, and then we'll move on to the to the other topics. Yeah, I well, there were a couple of things I talked about. Um, um, one of the things I wanted to mention was, um, it's kind of a topic here for especially probably Korean Americans or Korean Canadians. Right. Um, what they fear at the same time okay, um, is the service. Oh, yeah, the military service you're referring Mandatory to. service. Okay. Because um, I did it. Okay. I went through it. Um, oh, can you actually share with the listeners? Because uh, you have better experience, obviously. Um, yeah, sure. Like what what that means, like what you have to do. Um, pretty much, they draft you, manda- like it's a mandatory draft. Right. So it doesn't matter if you're in Korea or some other countries. They warn you and they said, you better do this or you're going to be put in jail. Right. So, well, which I didn't even know because I didn't really, I wasn't in Korea I didn't. I don't know what happens here. Right. And I got invited to a wedding, a uh, good friend of mine's wedding, actually. Um, he was getting married. I got invited. I went to the wedding. Um, remember, I got on the plane to come back to Korea November 10th. Okay. And I got here November 11th. And I was going to buy a ticket to leave Korea, and something didn't work. Right. So I was confused, but it doesn't matter. I'm here for two, three weeks. I'm going to have fun in Korea and I'm going to leave. And then like I, I was on my way to Daejeon from Seoul to see my parents and I saw my parents and then my dad was like, oh, hey, look what I got you. There's a bunch of mails that arrived here for you. Right. And then I, I still remember that moment. I started reading. Um, my Korean wasn't that perfect then. It wasn't good. Right. So I wasn't able to understand as many things, but... The content of the letters, they didn't seem that good. It was like uh, national defense um, as a man's duty. And they talked about um, mandatory service. I'm like, Dad, what, what are they trying to say? It looks like they're trying to say I have to. I'm about to be drafted. <laughs> right. My dad was smiling at me. He says, yeah, yeah, you're, you, you, you have a Korean passport. You have to go. Oh, damn. <laughs> I'm like, but I, I live in Sydney. I, I don't live here anymore. Right. And he's like, um, you could go to jail. Right. And, yep, so I learned that I had to join the service 10 days. Right. 11 or 10 days before. Oh, before you I had to leave. go to the boot camp. Oh, Jesus. So... <laughs> That's a rude awakening, man. Yeah. Like, I, damn. And, and I was hey, like. So, hold up. Your parents didn't tell you this shit at all? I don't. They were just like, surprise, motherfucker. I, my parents are so busy. Sometimes I'll see them like twice or three times a year. Yeah, I remember you told me that. That's so, crazy. That yeah, I didn't yeah. talk to them. But even still, something as important as that, it's just like, how did that slip your mind? <laughs> like, well, yeah, no, and something. your dad was so casual about it. Well, you know, you could go to jail. You got to know something about my dad. My dad <laughs> is like the best teacher, right. probably not the best dad in the world. Right. Like what I remember before, I remember I told you about being poor in China, right? Yeah. I had to pay for my tuition in college in China. Right. And I had to borrow $2,000. Mm-hmm. I borrow that money from my dad because I'm 16. Nobody wants to borrow right, me money. Right, Yeah. I borrowed that money and I got back to Korea before I went on a backpacking trip in Asia. Um, I worked 
I told my dad, hey, dad, um, the two grand I owe you, um, I'll, I'll, here you go. Um, thank you for loaning me some money. Right. And my dad's like, that look he had on his face. Right. <laughs> like that, you just offended me look. Right. <laughs> right. That just, just like, tastes. Yeah. Like <laughs> he told me to sit down. Son, have a seat. Right. I didn't like his tone. And then he said, um, so um, you gave me nine days notice. That gives me the right to charge you this much of interest. Right. Given that you don't have anything to show, I have the right to charge you this more, this much more. And guess what? That two grand turned into two grand and eight hundred. Right. And he was smiling at me. He was like eight, two grand, eight hundred, like twelve or something. Right. And he gave me that twelve dollar discount. And said, "What the <laughs> hell? Let's just call discount? it yeah, yeah. twenty eight hundred. And I just, I'm just st- sitting there with my mouth open, and seriously asking him if I'm blood related, son. Right. And yeah, <laughs> yep. He he's that kind of dad. Damn. Oh yeah. And you sure you're blood related? I I I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I'm, I wasn't <laughs> I would, sure. I would then. get a DNA test just to make sure. <laughs> I should have. That doesn't sound like some dad shit right there. <laughs> yeah. And if it is, like your dad definitely didn't want you." You were like an accident. I uh, yeah, could sure. see that. Yeah, yeah. probably. <laughs> I mean, I was an accident too, but not to that extent. You know, I was, yeah, my mom was great. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. So, so wait, so you had to pay back $2,800, two grand yep. plus interest mm-hmm. before you can go on that backpacking tour. Yeah. I bet you didn't take money from your dad ever again, huh? Never. Yeah. Uh, he borrowed money from me once, actually. No shit. I did the same thing. Nice. Yep. Payback's a bitch sometimes. There we go. Yeah. Nice. I mean, it wasn't a lot. I got to get 40 from him. Yeah. No, but, but still. That even was sweet. That, that's sweet $40 yeah. right there. Yeah. I did the exact same thing. I told him to sit down. Yep. And he knew where it was going. <laughs> uh-huh. I told him yeah. to sit down. You gave me this much of notice. Yeah. And I think I want, I could literally charge you a lot, but yeah. I'll be nice. Yeah. And I charge him only 40 And he's like... You're better yeah. than me, man. I would have charged him like double. I could have, yeah. but I just applied the same thing he applied me. I okay. could have gone like I could have been really mean. Right. I'm like, hey, it's it's my dad. Yeah. Like, all right, let's be nice. But the payback was still yeah, it was sweet. still nice. Yeah, forty dollars. I would have got like a nice lobster meal with that. Yeah. Took yeah. pictures of it, sent it to him. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. I appreciate it. I probably should have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's kind of evil though if you think about it. You know. For yeah. Sure. Damn, man. Okay, cool. So, um, so your dad, um, damn, where were we at? We got off topic. Um, no, we were on topic, but then we, we, there was like a little tangent that we went on. Um, yeah, the money, like you had to know about my dad a little bit. Yeah. Um, cause I had to join the service. Yes. And, the service that you yeah. were talking about. Yeah. The military service that, um, Koreans, uh, are generally afraid of. Mm, yeah. Uh, most or not afraid Koreans of, but like. Yeah. are happy to do it okay. i would say i'm i'm not I, i'm having a hard time t- um choosing the right word here but i would usually say they are they would rather not if right. they could right um i was one of them it would be um, good to be optional exactly right okay. yeah um i was one of them i didn't get it i'm like the most laid back um hippie-ish kind of guy before right. the service and that guy joining the boot camp right like that's unimaginable right that was what it was um anyway i was drafted and then remember my korean isn't even that good mm-hmm. and boot camp the drill sergeant just yelled at me and then i had a choice i wanted to be a frontliner mm-hmm. so i went into a ninth division um rangers mm-hmm. um it was pretty hard um at first especially the boot camp where you have to just you can't literally piss without permission and 
it was it was pretty cool it was negative three i believe hmm. negative three that's crazy that's colder than canada right and, <laughs> and this is in celsius right no no this is in fahrenheit this is in fahrenheit okay so celsius it would be negative more like okay. i don't know but yeah like it was cold and we did the training shooting grenade what i can never forget is the gas chamber mm. so basically they put you into a small room and then you have to endure this gas right and like put on the mask and give yourself like the right injection mm-hmm. help your battle buddies the gas is not going to kill you but it makes you experience what, it what it's like to die right <laughs> and yeah that was tough and yep after that i was stationed in the front line about eight meters away from north koreans okay so i was able to see them right sometimes they would aim at us um we were not supposed to attack each other mm-hmm. unless there's an order and yep that's where i was stationed for two years and i'm you know what i'm telling you what i'm happy i did it okay so <clears throat> why do you think uh some people want to do it and then some people don't want to do it uh, most people don't want to do it because it destroys your health. Mm-hmm. Like my knee, my left knee is much older than me right now. Right. It's because your full gear is about 90 pounds mm-hmm. and you have to run, sometimes rock climb with it. And it's not easy. Right. So the trainings, especially uh, here's my respect for Marines and mm-hmm. Rangers. Mm-hmm. The training we do is a lot harder than just regular infantry mm-hmm. not that they're doing any less than us but the trainings are different that's what drill sergeants yell at you when you join the boot camp your training will illustrate the difference they all you know shout that out and yeah people don't want to do it because they you get physically harmed mm. um injured or also you get a little bit emotionally um destroyed depending on what happens in the army and on top of that, you have to waste two years of your life. Right. I don't want to use the word waste, but for from their views, it is a waste. Right, of course, yeah. So, yeah, that's why most people are scared or mm-hmm. reluctant to do it. But as a person that was one of them before, I am glad that I did it. Mm. Like, I, whenever I came to Korea, I had no friends that I could call. But I have so many Korean friends now. Right. And these are people that whose body could have been laid next to me hmm. if there was a war. And <clears throat> yeah, I would recommend it. Okay. So you would recommend it for what purposes exactly? Um, <clears throat> the camaraderie, I'm assuming, or from your previous statement. Mm-hmm. Uh, that as else? well. Okay. What else? That plus you become much more organized. Okay. Like the room, like my apartment that I lived in before um, was just disgusting right my should i go into details or i don't know i mean it's up to you man how much do you want to share about your personal life (laughs) hey you know what i'm not ashamed of it because i'm I'm not that and i'm not that unorganized um guy anymore bud like i wasn't cleaning um you know basically pretty much like the guy that just graduated college or like about to graduate college like i'm dirty gross Mm -hmm. and like my banana was growing new stuff and then it became green. Right. And then it became gray later. Right. And I didn't care. And I didn't want to go in. I called a service center and they charged me double. 
They right. looked at my room. And they, they were said, like, we can't, this this. <laughs> so we can't do There's this. We can't do this. There's no way we're doing this for a standard <laughs> charge. Yeah. So that was that bad. Yeah. But then after service, like, I'm much more organized. Right. I know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, I was always that guy. Oh, he's always 30 minutes late. Mm-hmm. But I'm punctual now. Right. Like, I'm there. Um, always at least try to be there, like, at least 10 minutes before. Right. And I kind of like that about myself. Okay. Um. So it brought some structure to your life. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. It just made me a more responsible person. Right. Okay. That's good. Yeah. yeah so there are pros and cons, right, to the military. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so for people who have the options, right, let's say this for people who have the options to do their military service or yeah. not, um, would you you would just tell them to do it? Because there are some there are some Korean Americans who are, for example, have an American passport. I know, um, and that they have the option to do their Korean service or not right yeah um yeah. so would you like recommend like hey yeah go ahead and do it or do you think they should just be like nah fuck that i'm not doing that <laughs> i could see why they wouldn't want to do it yeah but i would recommend it okay here's the thing too actually i'm curious about this because you know i don't know if you know this or not but in america when you hit 18 you have to sign up for the draft as well yeah the thing is though is that we're not drafted like the like korea is we don't have to do our military service mm-hmm. it's just in case of emergency um so I'm curious, for example, if they if they have to sign up for the American draft and they also have to do the Korean service, how like which one would supersede each other just in case? You know what I'm saying? So let's say for example, you know, like, oh well America's having a draft, like you need to come fight for America, but Korea also is like, Well, you're Korean also, so you need to come fight for us. Like, do they have to choose or like how does that work? I'm curious now. Well, since America and Korea or allies. They're allies, yeah. I would assume that either one would be fine. Either one will be understood by the other one. Yeah. But let's let's say like let's say for example Korea didn't want to be a part of it, right? So let's say for example um you know America drafts uh, everybody to go to war in the Middle East, right? And South Korea is like, "Nah, fuck that. We're staying out of there." You see what I'm saying? Um yeah. So I feel like point, I feel like they would understood if you're Korean American. Right. Mm. But then again, we're technically in war still, which is ceasefire. Right. So it's your duty to be ready right. for that situation. So I don't know. I kind of want to know now. Yeah, I'm curious now too, actually. Yeah. And But yeah, we're, we're required to sign up for the draft. Like we have to, you know? Yeah. Which is crazy to me. Um, but at the same time, most people are like, well, it's not. It's never going to happen. Like a draft would never happen again. And, and I don't know. I, I think that's true. But at the same time, that's kind of scary when you think about it. However, if you also think about, like, the demographics of America, right? Yeah. It's, like, what, 360 million people, I think? A lot, yeah. And let's just say, what, like, what, 48, 49% of that population is male, and then maybe, like, 40% of the population is, like, combat, you know, like, age combat ready, I guess you could say? Yeah. So, if you have, like, that's, like, what, 140 million that's people? a lot of people. You know, maybe. Like, I'm not a math professional, obviously. Yeah. Having 140 million people drafted by the military would scare the world shitless. You know, that'd be fucking crazy. Well, I'm scared right now. Yeah, like, just like thinking that. about it. You're they just could like, do what? literally almost everything. Yeah, that'd be crazy. But it's the same thing for like China, for example. I mean, China has a, a much larger population, right? Yeah. Um, And the service is still mandatory there. Exactly. So it is, it is scary when you think about it. Um, But yeah. Well, it's interesting, you know, because most people are like, nah, man, I don't want to do my military service at all. Like, fuck that. Like, I want to do other things. And I would say the generation today is mainly revolved around 
you know, increasing peace. Mm. You know? Yeah. I think some of them were like, you know... Well, actually, a lot of the Koreans, or the younger Koreans that I talked to, who have told me, they're like, yeah, you know, North Korea is definitely separate, but we don't want to go to war with them, right? It would be ideal if we could be reunified again. But a lot of people will say, like, reunification is not going to happen while there's a supreme leader, right? While there's a dictator, while there's Kim Jong-un or his family. Like, it's just never going to work. But they're open to the idea, you know? In which case, that would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, like a unified Korea again would be amazing. Oh, it would be strong. You would be an economic powerhouse. Oh. Yeah, it would be insane. Like, of course, like, you know, combining both countries... And it, it would take difficulty. a hit. It would take yeah. a, it would take a hit for sure. But like once you work through the the obstacles, man, damn. Yeah, like that, <laughs> that's all in, I can say. The economy investment, like think about it from Shanghai, Beijing, yeah, yeah. America, Europe. They're gonna. <sighs> so you have you been to North Korea? Uh, no, I've been to North Korea. Um, my mom, um, is a government official. Oh, okay. And I went there when I was. Funny story there actually. Okay, again. tell me. Um, I went there when I was. 11 okay or 10 remember my parents are always busy right they are not used to having kids around or mm-hmm. having the responsibility to take care of them right um i was there um we traveled in north korea the north korean officials um government officials mm-hmm. uh, with the guards with real rifles mm-hmm. with ammos inside they made sure that we understood there were real ammos inside. Right. <laughs> um, anyway, um, they were following us. I know. See that yeah. bullet hole? They're That's like, real. If yeah. you run away, we're going to kill you. Right. <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, um, I was, we were traveling around, and I'm a, I'm a tired kid. Right. I fell asleep in the bus. Mm-hmm. I, I, I slept there. Everybody left. They went to that Panmunjom, which is like the border, mm-hmm. like a airport, if you will. Right. Um. They were all there, and then they wouldn't let my family pass. Okay. Because I, there there should be four, but there's only three. Right. And meanwhile, I'm, like, sleeping peacefully in the bus. And this guy, like, came in. He was cleaning the bus, I think. And he yelled at me in North Korean, which I could not understand. Right. Basically, what I heard was, what the hell are you doing here? Right. Do you know what this is going to do to us? And I'm like, uh, 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 where's my umma? Where's my mom? Right. And he radioed somebody. And then a fucking army car right. arrived. Really? Yeah. To pick I'm, you up? Yeah, I'm 11. Oh, man. And there were four soldiers with rifles that got out of the car mm-hmm. and grabbed my clothes. Mm-hmm. And they put me in the car. And I'm like, okay. Holy cow, I'm going to die. Right. And the guy that was sitting in the front looked at me and said, don't be scared. We're just going to drive you to your parents. And I'm like, okay. All right. But you know, North Korea. Right. You're just like, what? (laughs) I don't believe. I don't know. Yeah. We don't know that. But anyway, yeah, the guy in the back seat asked the guy in the front seat. I'm assuming he's like the like high rank or something uh, for permission to talk to me. Right. And he said, okay, go ahead. And the soldiers in the backseat actually smiled at me mm-hmm. and asked me questions about South Korea. Right. And they asked me if it's real. The South Koreans have three meals a day. Right. And I told them about it. And they were really amazed at how much food we have down there in right. South Korea, um, the North Korea. They were smiling and they were really warm. Mm. They were nice people. It wasn't like when they were guarding us or following us. 
they were smiling, talking to me. They were amazed at the three meals we have. Right. I told them about McDonald's. Oh shit! <laughs> and I, they called it. Oh, they like. Did you know in t- North Korea, burgers in Korea that we call it burger, burger. Right. But in North Korea, they call it uh, meat in between two bread. Oh really? Yeah. Nice. And yeah, they taught me some of the words, and they dropped me off. I actually gave them a hug because they were so nice. Right. And of course, my pissed off parents waiting for me there. Mm-hmm. I'm 11 years old. I need to be responsible. Right. I need to follow them around and right. not fall asleep even when I'm tired. Right. <laughs> they yelled at me for that. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, yeah. Dude, are you the only child? No, I have my younger brother. Are you serious? Yep. <laughs> Jesus. Oh man, that's crazy. Damn. So that's a that's a very crazy. So experience. they literally forgot me yeah. in a country where they where I could literally get fucked and put into concentration camp. Right. They forgot me there and, and then they fault. yelled at me yeah, for fault. not being responsible as an 11-year-old boy. Yeah. You know, no offense to your parents. Some people should not procreate. <laughs> That's just, I'm sorry. It's just hey, the way man, it is. I would actually agree with yeah, you. Yeah, no, and, and that's not, I'm not saying like for your parents specifically. I'm just talking about like in general, you know, there, there are some people who should just not procreate. And, and if they, and here's the thing, and if you are, or should not be parents, right? If you're going to procreate, at least put them up for adoption for better parents. <laughs> you know, please, like, do yourself a favor. You know, I'm actually going to meet up with my parents, like, not soon, but later. Yeah, uh, I'm actually gonna mention this. Yeah, you can tell him. I mean, you can tell him I said it. So I know, know, I know. I'm gonna yeah. like. There was a good dude that I know. He like, you know, he and I had like a fun chatting session. Yeah. And then he said, "You guys were like, should have like put me in an adoption or something." Come yeah. on, seriously. Yeah, I mean, because if you think about it, <laughs> nah, I mean, charging me interest. Yeah, that's for getting up, me in man. North Korea. Yeah. Oh. No, they're they're probably gonna be like, "Well, he's not a parent, or this, this, and that." <laughs> they he doesn't might know do how that. to raise a kid, or this, and they're right; they're absolutely right. But at the same time, I feel like if you're going to have a kid, right, that is a responsibility in and of itself. And if they're talking about responsibility, then they should also apply it to themselves. So you know, it, it goes both ways. So yeah, they could talk the shit about me, but I could equal, equally give it back to them. Yeah, yeah. You know, Speaking and they, of they which, might though, assassinate me, but I stand by my words. Well, no, they're, not <laughs> they're too nice. <laughs> And speaking of which, though, there's one more story. Yeah. Um, so I came back from China um, to Korea. Um, I don't know. Like, the like I got back, like, in the airport. Like, I just got home. I don't see my parents. I don't know where they are. But I got home, and the door looked different. Mm-hmm. Everything looked different. I rang the doorbell. Nobody. I tried to push the key into the keyhole. Mm-hmm. It work. wouldn't work. Right. I guess someone was inside. And somebody was frustrated. I don't know. And then she opened the door with the like the lock on. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. so like the like so they can kind of peek. Through yeah, the, so through that they the could peek hole. through the crack. Yeah, the crack. And the lady was asking, "May I help you?" Right. And I'm like, "Yeah, um, I live here. Could you open? Like, I have two big luggages and two big backpacks. I'm really tired. Right. I'm assume like I assume she was like the maid that my mom had or something. Right. Um, the house worker. Um, she's like, "No, you don't." It's not funny. I, as as my brother there, like, come on, like, it's not funny. Can you please just open? Right. And she's like, I have a phone here, and I could call the police. Mm-hmm. I I'm really tired. I just came from the airport myself. I have two big luggages. Can you please just open the door? And there was a nice gentleman's voice inside there, asking, "Honey, what's going on?" And she was talking to the man. 
Um, uh, some boy, managed boy here, wants me to open the door, and I don't know who he is. He says he lives here, and the gentleman was like, "Well, open the door, let him, let him in." Right. And she opened the door, and it looked completely different. It wasn't where I live anymore. Like it wasn't what it used to be. Right. And <clears throat> I talked to them a little bit, and they were like, "Are you talking about the family that lived here six months ago?" So your parents didn't even tell you that they, they didn't moved. tell me. Yeah. The funny thing is, I call my dad. I was like, "Ma'am, can I use your phone?" Yeah. I call my dad. My dad yelled at me. How do you not know that? Because <laughs> you didn't tell me. <laughs> Yo, your dad sounds like a character. Your dad sounds like the type of person I would just like to sit down and get drunk with, just so I could like pick his brain about like how he thinks about things. Oh, for that, because, he's an interesting guy. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he he definitely sounds like he has the type of like mindset where i'm like uh, a very unique mindset and when i say unique like completely non-average right so which is which is amazing in and of itself it is he made this guy very independent yeah there you go that's true <laughs> you're right damn dude yo i would be so pissed at my parents if that was the case damn so okay so what happened after that so you let you use the phone and then like they were like well sorry <laughs> like what do they do they're like um, you like a taxi <laughs> like did, did your parents move far away no, it was pretty close, actually. Okay, it was like good. 20 minutes taxi, right? Oh, okay, that's good, that's good. But, yeah, they were like, so, like, you're their son? Like, you're, are you, oh, like, and then the gentleman remembered. Right. Oh, yeah, they told me about this boy that studied abroad. Right. It's their son. You must be him. Right. I'm like, yeah, I am yeah, him. Yep. <laughs> and they're like, uh, we could give you a call taxi. Right. If you want to. We can call it a cab company. And I was like, that'd be great. Could you? And then that stranger offered me fruits, tea, nice. and while we were waiting for the cab, and they carried down the stuff with me mm-hmm. to the ground floor, and then helped me move it to the cab. Um, yeah, the cab drove me to my parents' new place, and of course nobody was at home, so I had to drag everything. <laughs> oh, Jesus. And yeah, it was interesting, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you remember my previous statement about procreation? Yeah, <laughs> that still applies. Yeah. I'm going to talk to my parents about it. So. Yeah, fuck yeah, tell them. Yeah, absolutely. They're, they're good people, though. They take the jokes. So. No, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I'm sure they're good people, but like yeah. like you said, like not maybe not good parents. You yep. Know? Good yeah. teachers. Yeah, good I'll teachers. Yeah, good teachers. Like you can, and that's the thing. Like some people believe that, like, oh, well, you have to be both, right? Huh. That's not necessarily true. You know, that's you can be good either. at one thing and not be good at another. And especially when it comes to, like, you know, parenting. Like, you could be an amazing teacher. It's, like, the same thing with, like, um, uh, the education field, for example, right? Yeah. You can be very knowledgeable and be an expert in your field, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it can translate into you being a good teacher, yep. right? Yeah. You know, you have that. you have the knowledge and you have the research and you have the experience. That's not necessarily going to mean you're going to be a good lecturer. You're not going to be good at passing that information off to, you know, the next generation or the generation after and et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. So I guess it's like the same case here. Yeah, pretty and, much, and, you, man. and at first I thought like, okay, well, he's like a legitimate accident child, just like me <laughs> and like a lot of other people. Around I don't believe that. Actually. No offense, of course. And then you were like, <laughs> oh, no, I have him. a younger brother. I'm like, Jesus, seriously? Damn, two accidents? Okay, can you please tell me the way your younger brother is he is he getting it better than you? Hopefully. So um, apparently, according to my dad, yeah. they regretted tra- how they treated me. Yeah, and um, he is like a prince. He's living the lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, he's like a prince. I remember when he got back from um, where was he? I don't know. He came back from overseas. Yeah, and uh, I have never seen 
our dinner table like was about to crash、mm-hmm. because it had too, too much, much food. food.、Nice. It had lobsters, king crabs,、oh, and barbecue beef. And I asked my mom, "How did this not happen when I got back home?" Right. And literally, she just looked at me. Right. <laughs> she was like, "Um," and just looked at me. Right. Uh yeah exactly like they <laughs> didn't looked, know it's just like oh no answer、That's、yeah a, yeah they didn't the... even know I was coming back yeah so damn man but my, like they regret they regret that a lot right and they're like they're being really good to my little brother that's good which I guess is kind of good yeah but simultaneously I'm like fuck you dude like yeah what about me <laughs> yeah exactly yeah well you can tell them that they can make up for it now they can make up for it by giving you a lot of money. Um, yeah,、doing. like that's the final. Like my dad used to work at a bank before,、yeah. and like he and I have a very strong line, right? Like very thick line between like, like about financially, right? We have a strong line,、um, very thick line. I should have said、um, we don't ever borrow money or give each other any money, right? Okay. So which I kind of like. I hated it when I was younger. Yeah. Now I kind of like because it made me so responsible and independent financially, right? And that's. Something you can never build. Yeah. Um. Later on life. Yeah. It's something you grow up with. Right. So, like, I am very good with money. Like, I'm 26. I was done with my student loan when I was 24. Nice. Um. And I had zero debt. I saved enough money, which I will have to spend soon because I'm gonna do my masters. Right. But which is good because most of my friends, I when I look around, not that I'm better than them or anything, but when I look around, they're always like. Having a hard time paying off their loans. Oh yeah, loan. yeah, that shit is real. Yeah, in the United States at least. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I, I'm one of them too, man. I'm I, one of them yeah, too. not that I'm better than you or anything. No, 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 no. I know it's just like、uh, I don't know how aware you are, but like the、um, financial, well, the education system in America, yeah, it needs to be revamped.、Um, yeah. But in addition to that. Um, the the finances that goes along with education also needs to be revamped significantly, and that's a huge problem right now. And it has been for a long time, actually. I agree.、And、when I、you. say long time, I would say like you know, more than ten years, probably less than twenty years. About twenty years, I yeah, would say. Yeah. So like yeah. So about that time.、Um, now, you know,、um, just the loans have just and the school is just increasingly getting more expensive. Loans have just been increasing, and and also the debt, the debt, the student loan debt has just been steadily increasing, right? Significantly, yeah.、Um, it just gets like worse and worse and worse, and the prices just keep going higher and higher and higher, and people are just defaulting more. And I was reading an article the other day talking like people are like defaulting on their loans, defaulting on their、uh, their car loans, and what to the point where car companies are now putting in like they're like installing low jack systems into like every car. Yeah. So like, if you can't pay, I read loan, about that actually. Yeah, they're gonna just cut. They're just gonna pick that shit up. Just like that's it. They're gonna pick it up. You know, which I understand from a business perspective. Yeah. But at the same time, like, damn, it's reached that point. You know. Yeah. And, yeah, and student loans, and especially for your master's degree. Like, I got my bachelor's degree paid for, which was great. My、oh, master's degree, completely different story. Like, I had, I got a third of it paid for, which is great. But even still, like, it's like forty grand. So, which is a lot of money. Yeah. Um, and then a lot of us, and I'm 27, so I'm like a year older than you. Um,、mm-hmm. you know, the, a lot of the work, um, the work opportunities, the job opportunities are not really prevalent. Yeah. Um, especially if you are in the humanities field, like I am. 
Mm -hmm. Um, If you have a degree in nursing or biology or computer science, for example, in fields similar to those, you more than likely you'll be good. You know what I'm saying? You're going to find something. Yeah. Unfortunately, those are not prominent fields, you know, and I want to say prominent fields, like a lot of people are not going into those fields, like, you know, to the point where they need them. It's not just not popular. It's just not popular enough, you know, and people are just pursuing other things. Yeah. So, you know, and when you get like a huge pool of students, right? Who are like in the humanities fields for the mo- most part? There's not going to be enough jobs out there, so competition is fierce, and then they can just pay you whatever you want because if they don't hire you. They're going to hire somebody else who's going to take the job because they're like, man, I got sixty, seventy grand, hundred grand, you know, et cetera, et cetera, and student loans. I need to start paying these things back. Yeah, and yep. of course, a lot of things are based on credit, and you know, we, I can go on forever. Yeah. So I yeah. don't know where you plan to do on your do your masters, but I would totally tell you not to do it in the United <laughs> States. Don't don't do it. Don't set yourself up, man. It's interesting how you said that because i just had my chance to do it in uh munich yeah um oh, master's really? degree yep i had Dude, a chance to do it do it but i kind of blew it no and now i'm doing it in mass uh, massachusetts no what school though um fsu fsu in massachusetts cheap. yeah cheap what school is that um i actually forgot the name but i'm actually doing it um this year okay but i can't remember the name for some reason fsu the only fsu i know is in Florida, Florida State University, but that's no, 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 Massachusetts, that's though. <laughs> yeah. FSU. But anyway, yeah, it's one of the good universities, actually. They have a lot of good, because um, I'm going to do education. Okay. That's what I did before. Right. Uh, for my bachelor's. Yeah. Um, I'm going to do education, and probably on the side, I'm going to keep doing psychology. Okay, nice. So, yeah, I'm going to do that, and the reason why I'm doing it is because so um, cheap. Yeah. I kind of, like, I can't afford, like, his like, student loan, like, wait, like what most Americans can't, I don't know if I can say most Americans, right. but what, what my most American friends have to pay for is like about 30 to 40 grand. Yeah. That's um, generally that I would say is for the master's degree for no, for bachelor's over oh, bachelor's. Oh man. It's like 30 well, it, to 40, it depends right? on the school you go to for sure. It, yeah. But yeah. like, that's why but I said typically most... the, typically the room and board is more expensive than the tuition. Yeah. That's, that's generally why I said, how it works. That's yeah. why I say like most, my friends, right. They have about 30 or okay. 40, and on top of that, they have to pay the interest. Right. But anyway, um, <clears throat> mine was kind of like most Koreans have don't have to pay that much. Right. That's probably fifteen grand. Okay. That's but good. then again, I did overseas. Right. You know how much it is because I lived in Paris. Right. After Beijing, um, Southeast Asia. Next step, next stage for me was Paris, mm-hmm. and it's pretty expensive there as mm-hmm. a foreigner student. Right. Um, because they have that EU thing, and right. if you're not from Europe, mm-hmm. they charge you. Eight times more. Yeah, you gotta. Yeah, you get charged is, way more, and then you gotta worry about visas and yeah. Okay, which is crazy. Yeah, of course. So yeah, um, so I piled up pretty much as much as just like some of my American friends, mm-hmm. and I was able to like pay it off so fast because my dad, he kind of made me learn how important it is to get rid of your debt as soon as you can. Right. And so basically, for while I was getting rid of that for a year and four months, I was like a zombie that just worked. Mm-hmm. So I worked a lot, and every month I'll get paid. I'll probably get like two or three hundred dollars from my payment. Mm-hmm. Rest of them will all just go to the student loan. Nice. So I was a poor broke ass. Right. But then again, I was able to you solve able the to problem. Get out of debt. Yeah. In the long term, that makes sense. That yeah. In the long good. term, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. M- most people do the opposite. Right. Mm. They put like a little bit towards the loans and they'll just pay it over a long period of time. Right. And just still have that debt. But they're enjoying their life, essentially. But, mm-hmm. you know, you said like, hey, I'm going to knock this shit out. Year and a half, give or take. Right. Yep. Yep. And then, then I can just have my fun afterwards. Exactly. Yeah. 
No, which is not a bad decision at all. It's actually a good decision, yeah. I think. Yeah. You know, <sighs> debt is crazy, man. My debt? debt? No, no, debt. 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 Oh, yeah, they debt. are. Debt is crazy. Like, it's like very crazy. And I don't know. You're better than me. I would have done mine in Munich for sure. You said Munich, right? Yeah, I should have. Yeah. I, I think you, is it too late? Like, are you sure it's too late? I could still do it. Dude, I would do it, man. Mm, I, would I probably just, should, yeah. Dude, do it. I'm t- oh, it's free. Especially now. Don't go to the States. Yeah. I love my country, but now, don't go there. It's a Trump land now. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> yes. It's, <laughs> Trump's like, American now, man. a non-passport holder. Like, you have an American yeah. passport. I yeah, don't have an American passport. Yeah. I kept my Korean passport. Yeah. So, I could still have an American passport if yeah. I want to. Yeah. But that will mean I have to become dual citizen. Yeah. And that's kind of harder for me. Yeah, don't do that, man. So... Yeah, yeah. I might do the green card thing. They said mm-hmm. something about green card. Yeah, you could do that. And, yeah, I mean, like, but you having a Korean passport, like you're more than welcome in the United States. The United yeah, States like, like somehow they love Koreans. Thing. I don't yeah, know why, yeah, yeah. but somehow they treat Koreans really nicely. Well, because I mean, you guys are a huge part of our economy too. You know that, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> there's there's a lot of reasons for it. I mean, you guys are awesome, uh, awesome people, of course. But, yeah, yeah. Um, and even culturally too. I mean, you know, there's a lot of uh, Americans. Um, you know, who listen to K-pop and watch K-drama, yeah. you know. It's becoming and, pretty and, big these days. Yeah, right, of course. And economically, you know, Hyundai, mm-hmm. Hyundai, sorry, um, uh, Kia, right? Samsung, yep. LG. Oh, Samsung's um, huge. Yeah, so I mean... Like, I almost don't think Samsung's Korean anymore. It's yeah. just international. Yeah, man, Samsung's ridiculous. Um, but yeah, so yeah, you know, there's cultural reasons, economic reasons, plus you guys are good people. Yeah, we yeah. try to be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for the most part. Like, yeah, no, for the saying. most I've, part. I've, I haven't met a bad, like, Korean yet, actually. Mm, that's once. good. Yeah, that's I, good. I mean, I've had a couple people who are, like, mean, you know, but I think that's just because they're just, you know, their jobs. Like, it's not because they were just, like, mean people. Yeah. Like, bus drivers. Yeah. Like, I told this before. Like, oh, like, episode. that's notorious. Yeah, like. exactly. So, like, I don't think it's just, like, they're just a mean Korean. I think they're just, like, they don't want to be a bus driver and I don't speak their language. Driving and... here is, like, so bad. Yeah. Like, yeah, it is pretty that's bad. why. <laughs> it is pretty terrible. Like, I, I feel for my life every time I cross the street. Like, I'm not joking. Mm-hmm. And yeah. when I ride my bike, it, like, doubles. Mm, yeah. yeah. If, if I'm not, like, riding my bike on the river and I'm riding my bike in the street, I'm just like, I think I'm going to get hit every time. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I remember, like, I was, I have a nephew. Um, I was walking with him. Mm-hmm. He's four. He could barely walk. And I was hoping walking with him would make the drivers become a little bit more careful. Yeah. But, they don't Wow. Care. They just ran over, right. and I'm like, I do not want to live here. Yeah, I mean, I consider myself probably more Korean than any other things. Maybe, I don't know. I consider myself pretty much Korean, especially after the army. Mm-hmm. Got me kind of an identity. Right. But um, driver-wise, I really think they need something, because mm-hmm. that's not going to... Like, how they just don't care about the passengers, like yeah. or the pedestrians. Yeah. That really need to be changed. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, the pedestrian thing is like a big thing. Yeah. Because they don't care. Um, or at least a lot of people don't care. Um, mm. And especially like in like, uh, like Doonsan. Especially like Doonsan. Like, and, yeah. and like in, in other places like Doonsan too that I've been around like in Seoul. Like mm. There's just cars going down like these small roads. And there's like hundreds, literally hundreds of people walking there. And the cars are just like beep, beep, beep. Like going, like going fast down these small roads. And you, there's like a hundred people like, what are you doing? Don't there should be like a rule not to drive through there. I don't know if I mentioned this before or not, but that really just hurts me. Yeah, so, that does too. But uh, but yeah. Anyways, besides that, <laughs> besides that, um, 
Damn, what were you talking about? Ah, oh, man, we keep going off on these tangents. Yeah, I'm sorry about like. I, no, I'm it's cool, so man. This is, this like, is we're talking about my dad. And... Yeah, and then we moved on to you traveling, and then we moved on to debt. Yeah, my yeah. dad and my parents, and you're like your dad, man. Like there's like because I talked about North Korea. Yeah, and I talked about like how they moved. Right, and um, you're like, do you like you're they're good teachers, like you say. Oh but, yeah, like, yeah, but not good. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. That's true. And um, yeah, yeah, we moved on to debt, and then we moved on that's, to that student loan. Yeah, student yeah. loans. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's what I was saying. I was pretty much just saying, just like if you can, I would just switch up. Don't don't go to the U.S. I'm um, still thinking about it. The U.S. is great. Massachusetts is amazing. I mean, it's an amazing state. I, like I did my master's in Vermont. Have. What's that? I did my master's in Vermont, which is like Vermont. Um, I see. Yeah, which is not that far from Massachusetts. Yeah, actually. Yeah. Um, great area, man. The East Coast <laughs> is amazing, and like New England is great. Good food and like good people, and uh, and has all the seasons. So if you like the seasons, that's good. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, I think you would have a great experience there, but I would, I would just, I wouldn't go there now. So that's yeah, that's why I'm thinking about it. Like the thing is, I have my German girlfriend. Yeah. Um. She actually was the one that suggested that oh really um yeah but she suggested you go to america no germany or germany okay so obviously she wants you there yeah yeah she 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 does (laughs) but um i started meeting someone else excuse me i started meeting someone else and that kind of changed the plan a little bit right because she was like oh yeah yeah but um yeah i'm still thinking about it because i i'm still studying german okay so i'm still thinking about it but um the curriculum wise, um, the one in Massachusetts is much better. Okay. Because I have to be a TA if I go to Germany. Okay. Right. And like I talked to the guy that was leaving, and I talked to a guy and a girl. Mm-hmm. And what they told me is, excuse my language here. No. But they said, I've been cursing the whole time. Yeah, I know. You like haven't that. said anything bad. I, yeah, so you can say whatever you want, man. <laughs> okay, fine. Yeah. I'll be. True color comes out. Yeah, here you go, man. Um, they said, dude, basically, you're becoming a professor's bitch. Right. You yeah. pick up their dry cleaning. Right. You buy milk. Mm-hmm. You went, You go grocery shopping for them. And I'm like, holy f- hell, dude. Like, how, do, how did you guys do it? Yeah. It's free. Yeah. You don't have to pay for a master's degree. That's, That's why we do it. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know if I want that. And like, and on top of that, you have to share a dorm room with three other TAs. Right and oh, that's a pain in the ass. yeah i'm like i mean great you don't have to pay for pay for your rent yeah. that's awesome especially munich yeah like who gets to live in munich you know i know man that's what, that's what i'm saying that's just, <laughs> that in and of itself sounds amazing yeah. and like i mean those roommates could be amazing people you know like amazing new friends and yeah yeah you get to be the bitch but yeah you don't have to pay money either and if you think about it while you're being the bitch you get to improve your language you know, yep. doing all those different tasks. That's true. Obviously, there are going to be pros and cons going to each place, right? So that's that's going to be something that, you know, you're going to have to figure out by yourself. Like, is this going to be worth it or not? Do I really want to be somebody's bitch for a couple of years or not? So, yeah, that's the ultimate question. Yeah, that's what you have to think about. Like, yeah. I thought about it and I was going to do it. But now I'm, like, reorganizing my thought a little bit. Yeah. Um, because um, if I do that in Germany... Like, because I have some money saved up. Okay. I can actually afford the ones in Massachusetts. Okay, cool. And yeah. and the degree there is kind of much better mm-hmm. than the one I'll be getting in Munich. Okay. So, like, to get a job-wise, like, for the job, mm-hmm. it would be better. So, that's why I'm, like, still thinking about it. Like, the thing is, I kind of also want to have a good time. Mm-hmm. And if I was a TA, then I'll be, like, do that. busy, literally 6 a.m. to, like, 11 p.m. Mm-hmm. I'll be 
busy. Right, all day. And during the weekend, I'll be prepping for the professor yeah. pretty much. And I don't know if I'm. It's gonna. I'm, I have to do that for at least two years, mostly two years and eight months. That's mm-hmm. what they say. Um, two years is what you go for, but because you have to be a TA at the same time, yeah. you miss some of the classes. Right. And it ends up being about two years and eight months, or a little okay. bit longer than that even. Yeah. And that's what I'm thinking. Like, I want to have a good time, but I'm gonna be kind of like a dude that just works every day. Right. And I don't know if I was gonna enjoy that, so I'm like thinking about it. Yeah. Still. Yeah. I mean, that's... I agree with you though. Financially, it's better. Yeah, financially is better. Um, but again, I mean, if you have the money and you know, if you have a plan afterwards, you know, and if you want to take out a small loan, hey, take out a small loan, pay it back quickly. You know, you are obviously capable of doing. Definitely not from my dad. Right? Nah, hell no, man. <laughs> don't do that. Nah, man, don't do that. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just really what you, whatever's gonna be best for you. You know, for sure. I will tell you this much, though. Definitely, you know, no offense, of course, to, you know, girls out there. But I wouldn't base my decision off of a girl, uh, which it doesn't seem like you are doing. So that's smart. No, I'm independent. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't do that. Um, but everything else you should totally take in consideration for sure. Mm-hmm. So I think you have a great experience in it anywhere you go. Either way. You know what I'm saying? You're definitely going to learn a lot. And I think you're going to enjoy the area. And you're going to meet, new, you know, good people. And you're going to make some friends. And you know, so it's just a matter of like what you want to do financially for the most part. Yeah, man, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. So, but I'm actually I'm never because I never lived in the states. I'm excited to okay. go there. Yeah, I I've, think you'll like it. I, I think you'll like. Yeah, it. Yeah, like everybody, like why does everybody ask me if I'm from California? They're like, right. you're from California, right? Yeah. Like, no, I'm not. <laughs> I don't know. Asking me that. I don't know. My family lives in California. I oh, guess yeah? maybe you have like a California vibe, but I'm not sure. Um, yeah i don't know i'm from i'm from the east coast so yeah yeah and i don't really i'm not really spend a lot of time in california to be honest with you so i don't don't know i see yeah um california is a nice place though if you're in the states you should totally go i was actually in san francisco um while i was in was like i was in wisconsin and i came on my way back i was in san francisco nice that's good like i like the transportation there oh yeah yeah because in wisconsin remember i couldn't go anywhere without a car right but in San Francisco, like, the transportation was exquisite. Yeah. Yeah, well, Wisconsin's good for, like, one thing. It's, like, cheese. Um, but besides that. Cheese and, yeah. like, <laughs> I like the beers there, though. It's pretty good. Oh, yeah. Wisconsin's definitely got some good microbreweries, for sure. Yeah. Um, well, I'm joking, obviously. I, Wisconsin's I a cool state. I um, But, yeah, San Francisco's definitely much more city. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It has a lot more. And it's richer. Like, you know. Yeah. Um, and I don't even. Actually, I don't know the finances, but I would I would argue that. San Francisco probably has a budget that's similar to a state. to the state of Wisconsin. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's that's probably I would actually like, agree with you. That's probably like an exaggeration, but I'm thinking about it now, and I'm just like, I don't know, maybe that's not an exaggeration. I'm curious. Agree with you. Like it's like a small, like it's a big state. There's not enough people. Yeah, and San Francisco is like a pretty pretty decent sized city. It's a dense. Yeah, there's a lot of money dense. there. There's like a ton of money there, so it wouldn't surprise me if that's the case at all. It wouldn't surprise me either. Yeah, I haven't been there though. Well, have I? No, I don't think I've been there. You've been to Kelly though, right? Yeah, of course. My family lives there. They, uh, the L.A. area, San Diego, LA. Um, the areas I mainly stay in. There's a big Korean town there, um, Orange County. Yeah, like pretty much all Koreans. Yeah, that'd be cool. I want I want to go there. I mean, I've been to like Sherman Oaks and Burbank and Long Beach and LA of course and San Diego and some places in between that I don't remember their names. Um mm. but yeah, those that's it. I haven't been to like Oakland. I haven't been to San Francisco, I don't think. Um Northern California, I haven't really ventured into either. Yeah. 
Although I do want to go to Northern California um, wineries, you know, specifically. Oh, the wineries. Yeah, yeah. dude, I totally want to do that one day. Mm. Yeah, that's the plan at least. Like, I'm definitely going to go there and just like, yeah, just drink wine, just be drunk mm. for like, whatever, three weeks. And they have some <laughs> decent cheese there as well. Yeah, hell yeah, oh. man. Absolutely. I love food, so that's definitely going to be oh, on there. That's one of the reasons why I keep traveling. No, oh, food. food. Oh, my gosh. Man. And um, there's a lot of food places around here, but... Do you know where Smart City is at? Like around I here? heard of it. Like it's the one in the north. Yeah, it's like right over Beijing. here. Yep. Yeah, it's like right over here. And there's like some pretty good restaurants over there that I'm gonna try, I'm gonna try. And actually near Smart City on the weekends now that I've seen because I bike over there sometimes, um, they have food trucks. Nice. Yeah, so they have like a lot of different food trucks with like a lot of different types of food. And I'm just like, this is my shit because I love food trucks. And typically the food trucks you see around here are like dakanjang, right? Yeah. Which is like uh, fried chicken. Yeah. Right? Little pieces of fried chicken, which is amazing, by the way. Probably some of my favorite it's food. pretty awesome. And then there's like the um, like chicken skewers and like some... And um, the uh, I like the like the sticks they have. And then they just like have like a bunch of like meat and vegetables. Yeah, meat like, and vegetables. Yeah, like the like uh, kebabs, essentially. Something like that, yeah. yeah. something like that. It's, it's like their own spin, like Korean's own spin on it, which is very good. Um, and they have some other food, too. But like these are like, like legitimate like... I don't want to say illegitimate. Like there, other people are illegitimate, but these like like these are hardcore like food trucks, you know. Yeah. So and they offer some pretty good food, man. Like I was there a couple weekends ago, and I had like these hot dogs that were wrapped mm. in pancakes. <laughs> I swear Seriously? to God, it was like they were wrapped with pancakes, and That's they had like awesome. some sauces and some other stuff on them. Amazing. That's awesome. Man. Then I had like this steak. It was like this steak and like perfectly cooked medium. Like, I don't know what kind of cut of steak it was, but it was just, like, perfectly cut seasoned medium steak with, like, a salad. Nice. And it was just so juicy and just so amazing. Oh, man. I forgot the name of the food truck, but it was so good. I'm getting hungry. Yeah, I know, here. man. I know. Dude, <laughs> let's get something to eat afterwards. Uh, yeah, we like that. <laughs> um, but, yeah, man. So, I, I really enjoyed that. Damn, we got off on a fucking tangent again. It's yeah. all good. I like this. This is fun. All right. So, how about we move into, like, what you're passionate about, right? We'll get into, like, the crux of, like, why I essentially do this. And the all reason right. why I do this is because I like to get to know people, obviously, um, individually. Yeah. But I'm always curious on, like, what people are passionate about, right? What are some things that you absolutely, like, want to do, you know, before you kick the bucket? And then, of course, like, you know, funny and unique stories um, or just unique or interesting stories that you've had from abroad, which we've actually talked about. But I know you have another one that you want to share with us. So, why we go ahead to like what you're passionate about why you're passionate about it you know um you know what should people know about it for example and you know etc i'll you know go from there all right that sounds good man um so passionate huh yeah what i'm passionate about is my um is studying languages um i've been doing that i don't know if it's because i've moved around since i was a kid okay um but yeah like i've been like let me tell you a story so we stopped at beijing right mm-hmm. and then southeast asia right after that i came back to korea i was walking Actually, not too far away from here, um, a place called Yongmundong. Mm-hmm. Um, I was walking there and I heard this song. Mm-hmm. I did not know what the song was about, but the song was definitely in in, um, in French language. Okay. I did not know what language that was then. It was Edith Bief, mm-hmm. Rien de Rien. Um, that's the name of the song. Anyway, I heard that song. And I'm like, what language is that? I want to learn that language. Mm. I started speaking, I started learning French, and I decided to go to Paris, right? Just and off of that one song. Yep, off that one song. Damn, that's amazing. 18, no idea what my, what my life is about. Right. I wanted to study that language. So I went to Paris, and I brought about a grand, 
and damn, Paris is expensive. Mm-hmm. I could not survive with that money. Um, <clears throat> while I was studying French, I was walking by Seven Eleven, and I was drinking with my buddy. Um, he's a good friend of mine from Toronto. He speaks a little bit of French, and he's like mm-hmm. he speaks perfect English. And when I was hanging out with him, and I ran into this dude who was asking us if he could find a Korean restaurant where mm-hmm. he could have Korean food. Right, and you know he was talking. Excuse me, uh, can I ask you a question? I'm like, you know, he's talking in French accent. Mm. I'm like, huh, okay, um, are you, are you, where, are you, where are you from, man? It's like, uh, France. I'm like, oh, France. I'm studying French. And he's like, I showed him the best restaurant. Right. Right? And then he gave me his card and told me to text him or call him if I ever have a problem in okay. France. Nice. Or in Paris. Nice. That's where he lived. Mm-hmm. And then I went there, right? I went to Paris. I have no idea what Paris was. And I just tried to get myself a hotel. And it was 190 bucks for the cheapest one. Damn. And I'm like, okay, shit. I'll sleep on the street. Exactly. <laughs> I'm fucked. Yeah. And I called that guy, like this nice lady at the rest, uh, at the airport. Mm-hmm. I helped her. She helped me, right? She's like, oh, you can use a phone. Like, I call that guy. And he's like, oh, yeah, you told me I could call you if I was in trouble. I guess I kind of am. And he's like, oh, yeah, come come to my place. Um, it's uh, the work where he lived was um, 16 arrondissement mm-hmm. in English, 16th district, the richest area in Paris. And he had a three bedroom apartment. Nice. He told me just stay, stay here, man, Dude, for a month. Really? A month rent free. Stay here. Dude, that's amazing. This guy I ran into in front of 7 Eleven. Right. Right. And. Yeah, I stayed there for a month. I was looking for a job, and I couldn't. So I had to move out after that. Um, he told he offered me more. Um, I just couldn't do it anymore. Yeah, yeah. It just kind of feels weird. Yeah, yeah. Like after that, I'm like, ah, dude, you've done so. You bought me every meal. I'm like, I, don't, I can't do that to you. Yeah. And he's like, you can't stay though. Like Paris is expensive, man. Like, and you're kind of giving me a chance to speak English. Right. That's kind of good for especially French people because they don't get to speak English as much. Right. And he was like offering me to stay a little bit more. But I'm like, no, you know what? It's all right. Don't worry about it. I appreciate it, though. Thank you. And I moved out. I had an Italian friend there. Um, he was giving places, his friends places to stay in. Right. Right. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I stayed two nights there, three nights there. Yeah. And I like, he kind of ran out. He's like, hey, man, you need, we need to find an apartment together because he wanted to be my roommate. And... I'm like, yeah, man, we do, but it's so hard to live in Paris because mm-hmm. it's rent is just place like um, studio place kind of like this. Yeah, will be like five grand rent. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. So yeah, um, I like I was distressed. I was one day I was just sitting in a bar, like just with a cheapest beer they have, and I'm like, oh god. I gotta go back to Korea. Right. I can't do this here anymore. I was drinking and I was Skyping with my Canadian friend from mm-hmm. Toronto. Um, I told him, hey man, it's actually really hard here. I don't know if I can survive here. I should probably just go back to Korea. And he's like, hey dude, just keep chasing your dream, man. Like, you could do this. Like, it's the beginning part of your staying, like, of your settlement. It's always tough. Right. And I was like, stressed. And this lady overheard me. Right. And she came to me and said, so, um, tell me a little bit about yourself. Like, what's going on? Like, you seem like you're under a lot of pressure. Like, 
Yeah, like you gotta find an apartment. I kind of have a job, some jobs that I have. Um, later, you know, easy jobs. Right. I'm 18. I, I'm not experienced. I don't right, have a college course. degree. Yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, she's like, why don't you just come to my place and crash there a little bit? And I'm like, are you serious? You don't know me. Like, I could be a serial killer or something. And I didn't say that, but right. I was like, but in your that. head, yeah, yeah. yeah. And she's like, yeah, just crash at my place. You're fine. I until you find your place. I know how hard it could be as a foreigner. She's she was from Canada, Vancouver. Oh, nice. And she offered me the place. And remember, I was like 18 or 19. Yeah. And she was like probably 40 or something. Mm-hmm. The minute I entered her door, her house, she started kissing me. Oh shit! Yeah. And okay, like, so what happened? Yeah, I'm like, whoa, what's going on? Yeah, yeah. And she's like, I "This is you, part of the deal, bro. Yeah, said, yeah. You can stay here." I'm like, oh, "But not what? like this." Yeah. Hold on, this is not what you what we talked about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had a place to stay actually for that night. Right. But because she offered me, I said no to them. Right. And I went with her. Right. And I, I. I'm sorry. Um, I can't. I don't want to do this. Yeah. Like, you're really old. Right. <laughs> and I'm really young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not being cocky, but I'm pretty good looking. Right. I don't want to do this with you. Yeah. Was and... she cute at least? <clears throat> no. Okay. Gotcha. She like wrinkles like a little bit too much. I, like for, 40, for really? an 18 year old, it's a little bit too, too much. much. I see yeah. what you mean. Yeah, I see what you mean. And like, I could have other girls. Yeah, yeah, if, yeah. Let's just say the least. But anyway, um, I kind of like she still offer me. But it was just too creepy. Yeah. She could be a, like, killer dude. Seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who does that? Yeah, yeah. That's good anyway, point. I grabbed my stuff and I got out. Yeah. And, um... Uh, yeah, I just strolled around the street. And my Italian friend was like, Why did you say no to that place? I got you, man. Like, you shouldn't have gone with a stranger. Of course she's weird. Right. And I'm like, Hey, man, I'm, I'm dumb and 18. Fuck you. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I am... That's the stage I would like to call young, dumb, full of cum. Right. You do weird things. That's true. Yeah, it's a good yeah. point. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I slept on the street at a park with my big luggage and a backpack. Right. And I found a way to sleep warm because it was fall. It was mm-hmm. cold at night. Is to wait inside a subway mm-hmm. until they lock and then you could sleep in the subway, which right. is a lot warmer. Right. Guess what? I wasn't the first one that thought of it. Right. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> as they close, as they locked the door, there were a bunch of fucking people came out of nowhere suddenly, mm-hmm. shooting fucking inject. Like I don't know what they're shooting. It's probably heroin. Like heroin, probably. They're yeah. shooting fucking shit to their arms in front of me. Right. And I'm like, holy shit! Holy shit! What's going on? Right. And then they were gonna. They were asking me in French, "Do you want to have this?" Right. Like and they were like showing the action of shooting thing to my arm. Right. I freaked out. I pushed them. I broke the subway, the lock. The door, right. I broke it and then ran. Got the fuck out of there. Yeah. <laughs> so if there's a police looking for someone that broke their facility, yeah, that's me. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah, guilty. Come get yeah, me. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't mean to do it, yeah. but you shouldn't have heroin addicts in there, man. But everybody knows that's where they go, man. I guess yeah. so, yeah. Everybody knows. You didn't know that at the time. I didn't. I'm yeah. 18 and young, dumb, full of cum. Yeah, exactly. And you're friends. It's not your country. Yeah. yeah. Did you know any France at the, I mean, any French at this point? No, I did not. Okay, I knew, so. um, hi, hi, how are you? Right, um, simple Thank things. you. Yeah, gotcha. Okay. And yeah, so I had to study French there. Okay. Which was good, though, like, because mo- most of my colleagues were French. Mm-hmm. And 
I dated a French girl there, okay. and we pretty much like kind of talked to each other every day, right. almost living together. So, and my roommate was Italian who was fluent in French. Nice. So I got to study French, um, and I got to improve really fast. Right. And you were living there, of course, so you were already you know assimilated, uh, not assimilated, but immersed into it. Yep, yeah, for sure. Okay, that's awesome, dude. That sounds. You know what you need to do? If well, one, it would be really cool. To like just sit down with you and just like map out your life story. Yeah, just, yeah, like, yeah. Have, like, a nice, that would be amazing. And if you don't do that one day, then you have to like write a book. You have to do an autobiography, man. Actually, my dad um, got me hooked up with like some of the like book writing like book companies. Yeah, and then they actually interviewed me. That's how I told you I had an interview before. Oh, really? Yeah, dude, that would be an amazing autobiography. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, and just like you, like I could just see you like touring around <laughs> and just like giving people like one or two stories, and they'd be like, "Damn, I got to get this book." There's no <laughs> way. There's no way I can not buy this book. I would buy that book in a heartbeat. I probably should. Like, yeah. Next time I write a book, I'll let you know. Dude, let me know, man. I'll buy <laughs> it. You don't even have to send me a free copy. No worries. And For put, you, though, I'll send you a free copy. All right, man. Thanks a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I actually want to do a book one day, too. Not an autobiography. It would be boring. But just like a novel, like a fiction novel, I think it would be cool. That would be good. It would be fun. Yeah. yeah. That's what I want to do. Um, but anyway, so your passion is languages. So you heard a French song. You went to France. You started studying French. And I mastered French. Okay. And you mastered French. And you know, and now at this point, you know Mandarin. Yep. You know French. You know some Korean. Right? It's fluent, I would say now, after okay. Army. So it's fluent now, okay, after the military. You obviously know English. Mm-hmm. Um, and you got your English, I think, well, I'm inferring from Australia? Um, yeah, I actually and lived in, in London. Okay, um, in London. Okay. And um, in Australia as well. Okay. But uh, the friends that I was with a lot, were, uh, they were all Canadians and Americans. Okay. Um, that's probably why I have this thick North, Cur- North American accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not North Korean. It so- North to North me, American. it sounds American. Yeah, I, sounds like that's, yeah, that's, um, like, the funny thing is, though, when I hang out with Australians, my accent automatically just changes. I don't right. know how. Adapts. Like, Adaptation. I guess so, yeah. yeah. Like, it took me a lot to go back to North American accent after living in Australia for long, because um, I couldn't, like, I didn't understand, like, you mean water? Like, you know, like, when they ask for water, right. I would just immediately respond, ura. Hmm. Like, you know, it was just kind of, that was funny. Right. But yeah, it just changes sometimes. It's especially because it's not, because I grew up with um, Japanese and Korean. Right. A little bit of Chinese. I did not grow up with English. Mm-hmm. I learned it in later life. So that's probably why it's kind of hard for me to, I have to switch to different accents when I talk to them. Like, right. it automatically does. I Like, I don't have my own accent. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah, it's hard. I mean, I mean, code switching, obviously. Yeah. Translating from you, you know, your native languages into different languages is not easy. Yeah. Um, and then when, especially when you're translating from like a non-native language to another non-native language, oh, that's the also worst. extremely difficult. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But obviously, your brain is enough, you know, can handle it. So luckily, because yeah. English is like what your fourth language, it seems. Um. Yeah. Like. Fifth? Well, I was fluent in um, Japanese and Korean. Okay. Uh, my grandma passed, and I stopped speaking Japanese. Okay. Um. Yeah, so third or fourth, yeah, third or fourth, third or fourth. Yeah. yep, yeah. So, but like most people, I can tell you right now, most people listening to this probably wouldn't even be able to, to you know, like, like what? Wow, this is like his fourth language. Doesn't sound like it at all. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's yeah. a compliment, by the way. Yeah, that's, it's I, a very roundabout compliment, and I'm sorry about that. No, I'm, yeah. like, I'm I'm grateful. Like most people think, I'm like uh, you know I grew up with English. Like yeah. most people think that way, but um, yeah, I'm, I guess I just love languages. That's my passion. Yeah, like the first thing I do is read um, newspapers like, mm-hmm. when I wake up in four different languages. Nice, because it's something I want to keep. You know, and um, it's just when you open up. A new language when you learn a new language what's great about it is that you learn a different culture mm-hmm. right depending on how you grow up one plus five like six could be made from one plus five mm-hmm. or two plus four you know and there's so many different things different cultures different things that they value thumbs up could be an insult in some countries of course yeah. and i really want to i really i really enjoy doing like expanding my areas right to different cultures um and language just comes with it, right? So, yeah, it's my passion. It's what makes makes me wake up and drive myself. Okay. Um, and with that being said, what other languages do you want to learn? Um, um I'm learning German currently. Okay. It's intermediate level, I would say. Okay. I could handle easy conversations. Nice. Um, I can obviously read newspaper or listen to news, mm-hmm. but I could definitely handle a very easy conversation. Some Germans actually, not trying to be arrogant, but some Germans actually thought I was German. Nice. Because <laughs> my accent was good. That's pretty good, man. Yeah, yeah, I was really proud of that. Um, yeah, German definitely next. It's just like my German tutor that taught me German, right? He taught me about, um, we're talking about new nouns, and he taught me Kvalität, which in English is quality, mm. Kvalität. <coughs> Excuse me. And then I asked him, so I guess quantity would be in German, quantität. Mm-hmm. And he said, I'm not sure. Oh, really? Let me think. Oh, you're right. It is quantität. Huh. That's interesting. Because in Germany, they do not care about quantity. Right. They only focus on quality. Quality, right. BMW, right. Audi, right. and all that. So, a German, a full German that grew up in Germany had to think if that was the word that should be in German. Mm -hmm. And that just shocked me. Wow. Germany, an interesting country. Mm -hmm. I want to learn German. Man. It's been decided. I've decided for you. You're going to Germany. Uh, yeah, yeah, I gotta go to Germany. <laughs> you gotta that's go for to sure. Germany. Dude, because think about it. I mean, your language, oh, man, it's going to be a pain in the ass, but your language is going to be amazing. Yeah, that's for and sure. And then once you finish your master's, I mean, you can go go to another place and just completely learn a whole new language. You know where you need to go? Latin America. Go that's, learn Spanish. That's what all my friends say. Yeah, you gotta, like, go you gotta learn Spanish. Yeah, that's yeah. what everybody says. Yo, you pick it up easily. Do you yeah. speak Spanish? Uh, no. No. I mean, well, I know. That's a lie. I know some Spanish. <laughs> um, I know the basics. Pretty much like, uh, I would say if I had to test myself in Spanish, it would probably be, there's like novice, beginner, beginner low, maybe. Mm. Novice. There's like novice and there's like beginner low, beginner mid, beginner mm. high. Mm. These are like American yeah, um, American levels standard. for the most part, like government levels of uh, language proficiency. So I, I would see. say beginner, low, beginner, mid. So mm. I know I know basics like my vocabulary. I know some words. I know how to make some basic sentences. I can pretty much ask for whatever I want. But that's about it. That's all I know. Mm. Yeah. So Arabic. I consider Arabic to be my second language. I see. Yeah. Um. 
that's Spanish. Some people say like Spanish is my second language. I grasp Spanish. Like I can understand it. I can read it and I can, you know, get the main idea. I understand the words. I understand the vocabulary. I understand um, the accents. Like I understand most of that. Um, but I don't really count that as my second language because I can't really function with it. Yeah. And in my opinion, if I can't function with it, then I don't really know it. Yeah. Um, so I consider myself my second language um, to be Arabic. Um, but however, some people would argue differently. Um, and then my third language uh, will be Korean. Um, oh, you, you know, study Korean, huh? I'm studying Korean. I'm trying to trying to become, you know, proficient in that. And since I'm here, I'm going to be here for a little while. I have no excuse. Um, and then after I, I'm here for a few years, I want to go to Latin America next. And then I want to, like, get my Spanish to that level. Hmm. And if I can have those three languages besides English, like, I would be fine. But I'm like you. I also love languages, and I would love to in- and learn more. So I think, you know, I'm going to go ahead and go study another language. Which one? I'm not sure yet. French. French French has always been up there. Um, but I don't know. Mandarin would be cool, too. Oh, it's very useful. That would be really cool. It's so useful. Yeah. So I don't know yet. We'll see what happens. Like, the thing is about, like, Spanish for me is I can understand it. Yeah. Like, when it's written. Like, it's so similar to French. Yeah. And I'm fluent in French. Yeah. So when it's written down, I understand like 60, 70% of it. Yeah. And because I dated a Spanish girl before um, mm-hmm. from Madrid. Right. And she just spoke to me in Spanish pretty much all the time. Right. And so, like, Spanish for me, it doesn't feel like, no offense to people um, that speak Spanish, but it doesn't feel new. No, it's you're like, right. It's I, considered I, I a romance language. Yeah, of course. And yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, I think you'll pick it up so easily because yeah. you know English, you know French. Right, you're gonna pick it up like this. You just need to be there, you know, and like get some just of the basics. All the yeah, exactly. Just get right. some of the basic like grammatical structures down, and just improve your vocabulary, and you, you'll be golden. You know, just you know, just bam, another language right there. Oh uh, yeah, I'm definitely thinking about it. Do I'm, it, man. Now that I know like so many Spanish friends here, dude, you maybe I should. It. Yeah, hell yeah. There's mm. nothing stopping you, man. Arabic was my list, by the way. You should do Arabic. Arabic is that's gonna be a completely different ball game. That's a completely different monster. I would love to, man. It yeah. sounds so beautiful. And I have so many Arabic friends. Yeah. From um, um, Morocco. Yeah. Um, Saudi Arabia. Yeah. And they all, like, they're all, like, immigrants. Right. They all live in France now. Okay. But they're, like, mother tongue is Arabic. Yeah. And, yeah, I would like to learn. Do do it. Arabic. I will tell you, though, that the Arabic in Morocco is going to be different from the um, Arabic spoken in Saudi Arabia and yeah. Yemen and Jordan and Syria and Lebanon, etc., yeah, um, because obviously, like in Morocco, there's a huge Spanish influence and a huge French influence specifically, um, and then you yeah. have Arabic. So it's like all of those, you know, combined into one. Mm-hmm. Um, but the funny thing is, is that Moroccans or Moroccan Arabic speakers can understand everything, right? Um, in my experiences, can understand everything from like uh, Jordanian Arabic and Saudi Arabian Arabic and Egyptian Arabic for the most part, but vice versa, it doesn't work. Uh, right, they they can't. Everybody from those areas, right, from the Middle East specifically, can't understand Moroccan Arabic. Yeah, yeah, it's just like a different. Th- no, there's some words obviously that are similar, um, but for the most part, it's like it's just like completely different. So, so if you do want to learn, I guess like I don't want to say pure Arabic, but if you want to learn like Arabic that is mostly spoken in the Middle East, then you should go study in the Middle East. Oh, I see. Yeah, mm-hmm. and dude, go to like Lebanon. I see. Okay, yeah. I'll definitely keep that in mind. Go to Lebanon or like. Is that where you're? Like, where are you? Like, what's your? No. So my mother's side is from Palestine. Oh, I see. Yeah, my father's side is black and Puerto Rican. 
Oh wow! Yeah. I'd... So met in New York, man. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't see that though. Like when I first like. Yeah. Met I have different looks. Yeah. You. Can. I have. I have different looks. Like if I like shave, I look like something different. Oh. If I like have full facial hair, I look like something different. I see. Uh, yeah. When Mike saw me, he was like, "Yeah, you got you got that Puerto Rican look." I was like, "Well, yeah, I'm that too." Yeah. So <laughs> and then other people see me like, "Yeah, he's got that Arab look." But um, but yeah, I'm, I'm mixed. So, but yeah, I would recommend. I mean, all of Middle East, honestly. Like, I would love to go to Syria, but Syria is not a good place to go to right now. For now. Um, but, for like, now, I had yeah. one of my friends, like, lived in Syria for a while, and he loved it, you know? And it just sounded so amazing. I was like, man, I would love to go to Syria and live there. And I would love to. I haven't been to Lebanon, but I would like to go. I've heard wonderful things in Egypt. And one of these days, I would like to go and visit all those countries. So if you do go, go to one of those. Definitely go to Morocco. But I'm just going to say that if you, like, learn Arabic in Morocco and you try to use it in the Middle East, it may not be as beneficial to you as you thought it would be. Yeah, I I hear you, man. I appreciate it. appreciate it for the tip. Yeah. (laughs) I don't want you to have a bad experience because it sounds like you've had a lot of, you know, crazy experiences in your life, you know? I don't want you to get all excited about, yeah, man, I went to Morocco for two years and I learned Arabic and then I went to, to Jordan and I tried to speak and everybody looked at me the guy was crazy. Yeah. You know? <laughs> no, and, I don't want that. Yeah. So Jordan's a cool country too, man. Mm. Yeah. So, but yeah, man. Okay, cool. So you're passionate about languages. You sounds like you have a good plan in terms of languages and you, I mean, just you being proficient in that many languages is amazing. So, and that's not easy not, at all. I try, I try. Like I learn to navigate my ways better, mm-hmm. um, because there are a lot of uh, colli- collision um, when you learn a new language, right. a new culture. True, S- things are so different. You yeah. know, um, um, I remember because I try to try to study Vietnamese, and um, they're really conservative there. Um, the culture is kind of different, okay. and I kind of had to like navigate my way through certain things because like i don't know if it's a good thing but k-drama and k-pop is so big in southeast asia mm-hmm. and they kind of expect korean people to act certain ways right and trust me like i'm not a typical korean like i don't i didn't even spend that much time here i just have my korean parents right and like just there's some things like one of the cool things though in kuala lumpur um another story um i was bartending in a in melbourne where i lived in 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 australia yeah um uh this guy like customer a friend of mine's uh a friend of mine's friend right so he's like a customer slash also a friend so i I gave him this my bar like is a fancy high class expensive bar Mm -hmm. one drink is like 15 to 20 dollars damn and i get tipped like 500 dollars like just from one customer sometimes nice yeah, that's, I was really. That I sounds like a good job right there. I yeah. know. Yeah, <laughs> like I wanted to quit my university job and I just wanted to just work there. Yeah. Um, because I was having two jobs there. But anyway, um, this guy that I kind of like, you know, didn't really, I just, um, connect with as much. Like, but he was like, excuse me, but he was like being so nice to me. I'm like, hey man, I should like add you up on Facebook or something. Added him up. I was in Malaysia. Remember? Yeah. He was there. Oh, really? At the same yeah. time? He called me up. Dude, that's amazing. And apparently he's super loaded. Alright, so we're hanging out in this expensive hotel bar, right? Mm-hmm. And he bought a bunch of drinks. like for not. It's not even Hennessy. Like some cognac I've never seen before. Right? Hmm. And we're drinking that. And then he had this convertible BMW. Nice. And he's like, let's go have some food. We had some food. And it's like, oh, you know what? We're going to go to a club. 
so we might want to switch our cars. From a normal person like me, I、yeah. thought, oh, you don't want to get into a car accident. Right. You don't want to drink drive a good car. Right. So you want to switch to a less, like a safer car. Right. If you will. He's like, nah, I just don't want to get robbed. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what it was. <laughs> what was it? Because we're going to a good club. Yeah. And we want to be treated nicely. Right. You have to have a better car. And he、oh. pulled out his Lamborghini. <gasps> I have never been in in my life before. Wait, he had a Lamborghini. Yes, and Wait, La- you rode in a Lamborghini. I did. Lucky.、Bastard. I was sitting in the back seat, which wasn't even really a seat. Right. And he just opened the car. Hey, man, driving in. And then I arrived at this club. The owner of the club came out. Yeah. She was like forty-five, but she looked twenty-five. Right. And she's like, "Oh, come on in." And she had a celebrity Malaysian band、yeah. singing there. And they were shaking my hands,、yeah. calling me Opa, <laughs> and、nice. said, "I'm honored to have a Korean man in my club." Wow! Hey, everything, food, everything was free. What? Yeah.、Oh, damn, dude. All those drinks. That's amazing. Yeah, like pro- partially because I went with him. Probably he yeah, knows yeah, the yeah. owner. Of course.、Yeah. But like she said, oh, like all those K dramas. Like、yeah. she talked about it. Yeah. I answered her. I took a picture with her. Nice. And she says. Everything here is gonna be taken care of. Don't、That's、worry about it. That's so cool, man. Yeah, man. That's amazing. Some like I'm really lucky to、yeah. be honest. I have a lot of like things. Now that I think about it, especially while I'm talking here with you, which I appreciate it by the way for giving me this chance. Dude, thank、um, you for coming, man. I appreciate you coming out and talking to me because we don't really know each other. We met each other we, once. We kind of did that the frisbee thing, yeah,、right? exactly. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, yeah, guys, come on out. I would love to get to know you guys better. <laughs> and, so, and, every, and like half the people looked at me like I was fucking insane. I well, and then the other half the people were like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, yeah. Vince so, was really excited. Like he told me, like because I work with Vince. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah,、cool. I work with him. I we work on the same floor. Oh, sweet! And he's like, "Yeah, like, dude, like, we gotta do this, do this thing, man. Yeah, like, we gotta do this." I'm like, "But yeah, I don't even know what it is." He's like, "You just go in there and talk." Yeah. Like, I. But what do you mean? You just go in there and talk? Like, don't you need a script or something? He's like, "No, you just go in and talk." Right. I don't know how that works,、yeah. but okay. And, yeah, but yeah. like, this is how it works, man.、And、yeah. The, now I know. It, it's、now、not、I、even、know. that. It's not even that bad, right? It's dude, awesome. Dude, we've been、dude. talking for like what an hour. I love it. Like, I, I hope、yeah. I hope I'm like you know not stealing your Sunday night or something. Like, dude, I, I'm chilling. Not、man. getting in the way or. Nah, man, you're good, bro. I'm not. I'm. I'm chilling. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I、go. wanted you to come out. Like, I enjoy. I really enjoy doing this, which is why, like, I'm an amateur with the technology, which I've stated before. Um, but I really enjoy doing this. I love talking to people and just like getting to know about their their lifestyles and like I said before, like you know things that they love to do and like some funny experiences they've had abroad and like you know things like that. You know, it's just cool. It's just really cool. And ideally, it would be really cool for me to do that with everybody. Like I would love to travel the world to just talk to everybody because everybody has a story. Everybody's had good experiences. You know, everybody has knowledge to share with each other. And I just kind of want to you know explore that a little bit. And I'm yeah, limited, man, I, and I'm limited in some ways. But like, if I can start off small and build up to you know doing that, then I will. And that's essentially what I'm trying to do. I so, salute you, man. That's awesome. Yeah, man. Thanks a lot. I appreciate it. So yeah, dude. That sound that Malaysia trip sounds amazing, dude. I would have taken so much advantage. I did.、Oh, like、man. I didn't even try. Yeah. But top shelf.、Everything. I don't want to go into details,、yeah. but dude. That was some experience I have never had、That's、in my、so、entire、cool. life. Like those celebrities, I get to drink with them. Yeah, 
and like they sit next to you, like you make out with them. Right. And those are people you saw on the posters, like yeah. right by the bus station and <laughs> exactly, all that. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm like, and I get him. I'm getting all this benefit just because I'm a Korean dude. Yeah, that's so cool, man. And oh uh, yeah, it was just so crazy. I sang a song. Really? Actually, on the stage. And that rose, like they throw a rose at you, yeah. And that rose is like twenty dollars. It's expensive. Jeez. And I had over a hundred roses. Really? Yeah, on the stage. Man, you would have thought you would have stripped for them or something. Hundred roses, dude. Like that. <laughs> you the have. owner of the bar like came out and thanked me. Right. And he asked me what kind of drink I liked the most. Yeah. And I picked one. I don't know drinks that well. Yeah. Um. I I I know some of the drinks that I like. Yeah. But like that's. Like the drinks in Southeast Asia and like in Australia, like right. they're kind of different. Different, yeah, of course. Anyway, like I like Tanqueray, and they didn't have it. Oh, you like Tanqueray? Yeah, gin? like Ugh. the gin's awesome. Ugh. Anyway, like uh, I know, yeah, some people. Uh, like. Hendrix okay. gin is amazing, though. Oh yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, Hendrix is awesome. Hend- Hend- I don't like gin in general, but Hendrix gin I could drink all. Day. Hendrix is like the common thing. Like it's like just people are okay with it. Like most, like but anyway, I went there. I like like a, like a they had a vodka, yeah. and there was inside there was a dragon. Yeah, and there was like gold powder. Mm-hmm. Then these are actually edible gold. Oh, like gold, like gold flakes. Yeah. Like, okay, I see. Yeah. And I want that, and apparently it was seven hundred dollars. Yeah. And he got me six of them. What? I blacked out that night. Wait, what? He got you six of those drinks? He got me six of the bottles. Whoa, what? That I shared with like my Lamborghini and yeah. other friends. Oh. And I blacked out. My memory blacked out that night. I woke up in a hotel. Yeah. And a girl, a girl right next to me. Oh my god. And I'm like, I looked at her and yeah. she laughed and she said, "Thanks for like everything." I'm like, uh, "Thank, thank you, thank you." For I guess. <laughs> yeah, just, it's like a hangover Malaysia style, yeah. right there. No, Damn. like the thing is, the drinks and the food there was so good. Yeah. I wasn't even hungover. Right. I woke up like clean and clear. Yeah, that's good. Typically with good alcohol, like you, you have. You get like in less, my experiences, is less less of a hangover. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. With shitty alcohol, it's like it's way worse. Like your body is just like, why? Why would yeah. you do that to me? Yeah, but like you said, with good food and like good alcohol, like yeah, and of course proper hydration, you yeah. should be fine the next morning. Yeah. I was super fine. Like I just went to the 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 sauna like yeah. they had there in yeah. the hotel. Yeah, which was really and good. just like sweat it all out. Yeah. yeah, that's smart. Did you? By chance, did you ask to drive the Lamborghini? Because I would have done that. I would have loved. You know, I should have. Yeah. But I didn't want to like, um, like mess it up, like mess it up or anything, like yeah. make him uncomfortable yeah, or anything. Yeah, yeah. But like the thing is, like though, like, uh, like I remember we we're taking this BMW right yeah. to his place, and like, oh, you live in like a villa, like an apartment or something. Yeah. And it was like four stories apartment, and it had like. Maybe 17 to 18 parking lot. Okay. And he says, oh, no, that's my place. Oh, the whole place? The whole place is his. Damn. And the 17 cars, they're all hits. What? Yeah. Damn, man. Ah, and you didn't ask to drive any of them? I did not. June. I, I was like, I was just like, you, you like, hold on. You live here with your wife with right. three kids? Yeah. How many rooms do you have? Uh, 25. Like, oh, Jesus. So you live here, just you guys. Yeah. I mean, my dad sometimes comes here and yeah. crash. But, <laughs> and like, yeah. that's it. And I'm like, okay. I And then he was offering me to stay there. I mean, no no surprise he knows all those celebrities. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, I, I'm still in touch with him. I'm still in touch with everybody. Yeah. And they are 
willing to come to Korea soon, by the yeah. way. Oh, so, really? That's yeah, cool, they're coming yeah. to Korea. You're going to hang out with them. Hell yeah, let's when do they it, come. Man. Yeah. I'm down, I'm ready. By the way, September, my French friend is coming, so you're definitely going to hang out with them. She's going to bring a couple wines for me. Oh, sweet. Yeah. I love wine. Oh, French yeah. French wine um, and Italian wine is very good. Actually, this, so honestly, Germany also has a lot of amazing wine. Oh, which yeah. and I and I feel like Germany is underrated in wine. To be honest with you, most people know German wines for ice wine, um, and of course, our ice wine is amazing. But Germany also has a lot of good wines. They do, you know. They but Fr- France and it's and, and and Italy are the two main ones that people. And of course, California now, or not California now. California's been on the map for a while, but California is, has a lot yeah. of good wines as well. That's good. Yeah. Hey man, like I don't know how it works, but can I take a break? Like, dude, of bathroom? course, yeah. would that be okay? Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, so we'll do I'll it. be back. So the bathroom is like right there to the left. The door, right? Yes, sir. I, I think I can pause this. Let me check this out. I don't know if I should ask you. No, of course, man. It, like, what if I just said no? Snap. I don't know if I should pause this or not. I'm not. Sorry about this, guys. I really don't know if I should pause this or not. I don't know if it's going to stop it. If I had to like, I need to look this up. <laughs> don't judge me. I'm new at this. Wait a second. Uh, I think if I pause it, it should be okay if I just play it again. Fuck. I don't know. I'm sorry. Sorry about that. Dude, you're good, man. I don't, I was just talking to myself because I was like, I don't know if I should pause this or not. So like when I... When everybody hears this, they're going to hear, like, the background of like, the bathroom mm-hmm. and just, like, all this noise, like, random noise in the background. It's going to be funny. So, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, man, that's cool, cool, man. So, you know, it sounds like you've had, like, a balance of, like, good uh, experiences, you know, in your life and, like, in some pretty in- bad, I guess I could say, you know, if I'm allowed to say that, like, bad experiences because um, you've had like these crazy experiences abroad right you know with your roommate you know being like this really wealthy guy and just having a good time there and then like this you know this malaysian experience and then like you know this experience you had like in beijing right yeah. um and then like you know living in france you know and like sleeping on the street oh. i mean and then like you know Three accidentally weeks, sleeping terrible. there with like you know heroin addicts with yeah. or opium addicts whichever one well i think they're both the same isn't the opium like uh, I feel uh, like opiums are injected differently. Okay, but isn't um, heroin opium? It's cooked. It's with like cooked opium, opium, right? Yeah, but, yeah, but they add other. It's not my field. <laughs> like I, that's not my field either. Yeah. But what I, from what I know, uh, yeah. they have to add specific like stuff to it, right? To to, to get you like even yeah, it's higher. not pure opium. Yeah, you know? yeah, of course, it's like cooked. Yeah, or it's whatever it is. Um, but yeah, so it sounds like you've had like a good like a mix of like good and bad experiences. Yeah, learn to like, um, I guess deal with things easier. Right. Um, but yeah, definitely. Like, actually, um, you never asked me. I actually went to Malaysia from Vietnam. Okay. And how I went to Vietnam is because, um, of this woman that I got to meet right. in Australia when I was living there. Oh, really? Okay. Um, yeah. 
I, it's so random. Being a bartender, that's one of the things I want to say. Being a bartender is so awesome. Yeah. Not because you get a lot of tips and you get a lot of money, but because you meet various types of people. True. And those people, man, like, I met this woman and she tipped me $300. Right. And she says, you have a beautiful accent because the way I talk like now is so different from the way they talk there. Right. And they were like, she was like, you should text me. I texted her like, thank you so much for the tip. Um, I want to at least buy you a drink or a meal. Yeah. And she says, no, it's okay. Do you want to come to my party? Sweet. And I'm like, okay, sure. Maybe I will. But anyway, like I kind of like ignored her. Anyway, I, it didn't mean to, but I like kind of like didn't like text her back. Mm-hmm. I couldn't rather because I was busy. And I told her, oh, yeah, yeah, maybe next time when we get a chance. Anyway, this buddy that I got to meet after her, after I couldn't like see her. And he was like, hey, man, a friend of mine is moving. Yeah, I got to help him out tomorrow. I told him, hey, man, if you need a hand, because I'm not big or muscular, but I can carry stuff. Right. And he's like, oh, yeah, man, we could use an extra hand. And I went there to help him out. And I became, like, good friends with him. And the friend that was moving, his sister um, really liked that I was helping them out for no nothing. Right. And she got my number. And she and I have been, like, texting back and forth. Mm-hmm. And she's like, one day, like, we've been hanging out. Like, she's been, like, buying me drinks and food. Like, she, she's kind of, like, richer than me. Right. And, like, I'm, like, we've been hanging out together. And then she's like, hey, June, do you have good pair of shoes? Um, I, 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 I don't know. I, I have shoes that I wear to my university. Right. Where I teach. She's like, yeah, but, like, do you have, like, a fancy, I'm talking about Dior, um, oh, Louis Vuitton, yeah, yeah, Gucci yeah. shoes. Right. I told her, um, I, 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 no, I, I can't afford those. I, I don't. Right. Um, buy one, and I'll give you the money. Right. Buy one and put on the shirt that I that you have, mm. and dress pants you have, mm-hmm. and come to this party. And I'm like, okay, um, I, I, I don't know what this is. Right. <laughs> and she's like, just come. Yeah. You will have a lot to benefit from. Oh like, man. Okay. Okay. And I bought this. $400 shoes I would Damn. usually never buy. That was the cheapest one, by the way. That That's was the cheapest? cheapest one. Yeah. Jeez. There was a one that I like, a grand and 600 or something. Yeah. I can't afford those. Right, of course not. Anyway, how about the $400 ones? I didn't give her the receipt, mm-hmm. by the way. I mm-hmm. just bought it myself. And I went in there. Wow. So, they rented the entire bar. Mm-hmm themselves and a bunch of people came and they were just drinking and hanging out right right and there was a bunch of people like variety of people like people from different countries and i was able to communicate with them because i know i know some languages right and yeah this girl approached this woman approached me said hey how are you doing I'm like i'm doing good and she all she bought like all the expensive drinks that was the first time in my life where i saw lobster sashimi lobster sashimi yeah huh it was a lobster as big as my body right from from my knee to my head right and it was sashimi raw huh it was amazing i was gonna say how does that taste it was so tender like just one of those food you put in your mouth you don't have to use your teeth yeah it just melts away oh man dude that sounds amazing 
and there was eight courses of lobsters mm-hmm. steam cooked mm-hmm. fried and like sashimi right and the she ordered only the expensive cognacs and expensive drinks yeah i drank that and she finally at the end she came to me and she says june i like you you seem like you have a lot of experience you seem like you're mature enough you seem like you're loyal i want you to come to my restaurant one day hmm. i'm like okay I, I i will i got a card but I'm a bartender slash uh, teacher at a university. Right. I can't afford like expensive restaurants in Melbourne. Right. Like Melbourne price is crazy. I can't afford anything there. Mm. Anyway, um, I was walking with my MMA fighter. Um, uni- uh, you, UFC? Yeah, UFC. Yeah, UFC fighter. He's mm-hmm. a friend of mine. Okay. But I was walking with him and I ran into them on the street. Apparently, that was a restaurant. <laughs> Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> they man. were drinking there. And then she said, come have a seat. I'm like, no, it's okay. Have a seat, please. I'm like, no, it's fine. Like, And my MMA fighter was like, Chun, come on, they're offering. Yeah. You're being rude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I sat down there and then we were just drinking. And then like she ordered a bunch of food and drinks. I'm like, oh, shit, okay, fine, whatever. Right. I keep having drinks. And later I learned that that was her restaurant. What I learned later more was even crazier. She was the sixth richest person in melbourne oh really in australia wow yeah that's crazy i did not i did not know that when i first met her right okay so the restaurant you had the sashimi and everything she invited you to yeah. was her restaurant yep but it wasn't the same restaurant that she it was a different to. restaurant it was a different restaurant yeah. but she owned both of them mm-hmm. okay I see. exactly so she probably operated out of one main restaurant i get I'm, i assume so that's I don't what know, it seems but, like but then yeah. she's like she showed she introduced me to her daughter right and she says, my daughter is really good. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Where's this going? She's yeah. Vietnamese, right? Okay, sweet. And she's like, you know that Asian culture where like, your parents decide who you like yeah, date you and all date. that? Yeah, of course. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, um, sure. Uh, she's nice. And she's like, I really would like it if you do something with her. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, um, uh, I, I, I have no idea what you're, where you're trying to go, right. but... I'm I'm very careful with these kind of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she's like, "It's okay." She sent me a ticket while I was in Korea. Mm-hmm. After Australia, I came back to Korea because of my health issue, mm-hmm. and I was in Korea for like two weeks. And she sent me a ticket to Vietnam, um, Ho Chi Minh City. Right. That's how I went to Vietnam. So okay, and from so, Vietnam, like all you, my friends, and you haven't met her daughter at this point. I have. Oh, you I talked to her. Okay, you talked to her. But she's so okay. shy. She, like, every time I try to talk to her, she'll just smile and giggle and run away. Right. <laughs> and nice. she just called me to Vietnam. Right. And I just stayed there. And yeah, like I was there. And then she posted a picture of me on like a, one of those social medias. Right. And my friend saw that and he sent me to ticket to Malaysia. That's how oh. all that happened. Damn, dude. That's crazy. I know. That's amazing. I know. Man. I ah oh man, I don't even know what to say. I know. I'm like It's that's... like what do you say after that? That's crazy. I know. Yeah. Yeah, man. I you know what? I wish I could have lived uh some of your experiences. Not all of them, obviously. <laughs> I don't wanna I don't wanna obviously. jump from any bridges. Oh yeah, yeah like that was not I, mean, I would if I had that was to kinda ugly. damn. Yeah, that was yeah. <laughs> but no, that sounds so cool, man. Yeah, and, dude, and think about it, you're 26, you got plenty of time left, man. Yeah. Yeah, you got so many, you got so, Still four dude, years until 40, 30, uh, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. What is it called, like, Dirty 30? Yeah, yeah in that's English, what they call I think it. We say, like, yeah, Dirty 30. 30. Uh, it's not that bad, though. It's I mean, I'm 27, bad. so I don't I just turned 27 this year. 
Oh, so, wow. Yes. Happy birthday. No, thanks a lot. Man. When was your birthday? February. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it was not too long ago. But so like you're know. the 90s baby. Yeah, 90s baby. Yeah. Yep, same yeah. here, man. Yeah, yeah. We're the best, man. We are Even the though best. a lot of people look down on us. Nah. <laughs> they're, they're just they're just jealous. <laughs> they're haters. Yeah, yeah they're exactly. Jealous. <laughs> haters. Yeah. No, but that's that's so cool, man. Okay, cool. So let's... Oh, man, this is so cool. So like, how about... Let's move on then. So what are some of the things on your bucket list? All right. Let's get into that. What are some of the things on your bucket list? All right. So I don't know, like, I didn't know how much I was supposed to, like, like go on but like like the bucket list i thought about was um one thing like because i'm a goal eager person like Mm -hmm. i always talk i always talk about my goals like what i want to achieve yeah and like the thing i want to achieve before i'm 30 is to be in all the continents oh okay that's good yeah and this year i'm gonna like the only continent i haven't been Two continents actually was um, Africa, okay, and South America. Yeah, and this year that's gonna be achieved. Yeah, man, do it, do it, dude. I I want to spend time in Africa, and of course I want to go to South America. So I'm right there with you. Where what part of Africa are you planning on going to? Um, I have friends in Algeria, Morocco. Okay. Nice. Um, and well, Egypt was a part of it. Yeah, but a couple of my friends are there, and they said it's not the best time. Yeah and like things are happening you know like what's happening of course with yeah. the, especially with the new leader trump like it's kind of a becoming hard yeah so like egypt i might have to push it but anyway two of those countries in south africa like mm-hmm. the country republic of south africa that would be cool man yep yeah um there those three and south america i actually don't know many people yeah so I kind of have to like navigate my way on way through myself. Okay. Well, let me know because I think I have some friends in South America now. Oh, that'd be sweet. Um, I could try to put you in touch with them. I'm trying to think what countries they're in. I have, well, I know that there's people in Costa Rica. I think there's some people in Nicaragua, El Salvador. I know one in Costa Rica. That's all yeah, I know. But that's Central America, technically. Yeah. Yeah. Mexico. I know people in Mexico. Um, that'd be Which, good. by the way, I would highly recommend Mexico. I do. Yeah. I want to go there just for the food. Yeah, dude. If you go there, honestly, well, if I were you, I would start in Mexico and just like work your way down. Uh, yeah, that sounds yeah. doable. Yeah, I would just do that. Um, yeah. So if you go there, I would just do that and just do that for however long you want and just pick up Spanish while you're there. Yeah, Spanish. Oh, yeah, I'm telling you, man. That that should, you should totally do that. Um, and then Africa. Yeah, the countries you have are pretty good. I would like to go to other countries too. Hmm. Um, and I was telling in my last interview, I was telling, um, who was telling, I forgot, um, that ideally it would be cool to go to every country in the world. Yep. You know, it would be so cool to just go to every country in the world and oh, just like, learn yeah. the culture and the language and the people and just like, you know, talk with people and just like get their life and, you know, you know, it would just be so cool to do that. But I don't know if that's going to be possible or not, but if I had to choose like countries that I could, if I had to choose like three countries to go to in, in Africa, that would be one extremely hard to do. But if I had to do it, I think South Africa would be one. I think Senegal would be another one. And I want to say Nigeria. Hmm. Yeah. And uh, but I but at the same time like Morocco's there, right? Tunisia, Egypt, you know, would be really cool. Tanzania, the Congo, hmm. you know, Burkina Faso, Liberia. Like there's so many other countries that are there. But yeah. I would told I think if I had to choose 3, it would be like Nigeria, South Africa and Senegal, I think. No offense to everybody else. No, like I agree with you, man. Like those places are the legit places, right? Yeah. The like like less foreigners and all that. 
So yeah, I would agree with you, man. Yeah. Like like except for the South South Africa, but yeah. like Congo and they're the, they're the legit. They still have their own like a the like what do you call it? Like this like some of those one of those are superstitions like the mask and all that. Mm, I don't know. Like they have their their own folk dance and all that. Like Oh yeah, yeah, there's like a lot of um like uh I don't want to say like indigenous communities uh there's like a lot of different communities, like, and, yeah. yeah, a lot of different communities there. They have their um, like tribes and cultures and, like, in their local languages. You know, what yeah. I'm saying? So like, there's just so much like culture that's there that I would love to experience, um, and in so many different countries there. You know, so it would be really cool, and you know, and even like Sierra Leone, you know, would be cool, um, and even places that a lot of people don't want to travel to, um, like uh, Sudan. Sudan, you know, I think Sudan would be really cool to go to. Mm. Um, there was another one that like there's a lot of you know when there's like a lot of political and economic turmoil like people generally don't want to go to those places but i would still like to go to them i think it'd be very cool um but you know in terms of safety and other reasons most people tend not to go to those places you know which is unfortunate yeah so um but yeah man dude you should totally do it man you should if, if you have nothing holding you back which it seems like you don't you don't have any finances to worry about you don't have any like you know major jobs you'll be holding on to you have no kids you have no like permanent girlfriend <laughs> so like you could just do whatever you want man like just go for it yeah yeah don't let anything stop you That's so so that being on every continent is on your bucket list yeah what else is on your bucket list um the next one is i know it's gonna sound a little bit cheesy but i always wanted to do it i just couldn't yeah i didn't get a chance i gotta do the skydiving man yeah you know so funny every person who's been here before you has said the same thing ah. yeah and and it's not cheesy at all because it's an amazing experience have you done I've, it? I've done it, yeah. Oh, I'm not going to get into it because I've talked to him about it before. So we yeah. can talk about it later, but you should totally do it. I really want to, man. Yeah. So, like, it's something that's so simple. Yeah. And, like, it's just couldn't, I just kept pushing it. I, I, and I'm like, you know what? I got to do it before I'm 30. Yeah. Oh, dude, if you oh, if you go to Germany or America, it's very prominent there. Mm. Um, actually, in Massachusetts, there's a lot of places to do it from what I've been told. Oh, nice. So you could totally do it there. I try to do it in Australia. Okay. Um, you'd skydive and you land on the beach. That's amazing. Yeah, that's what I was like hoping to do. But then they're like, they, like, there's like a list mm-hmm. and I was like, I just missed it by like two people. Mm-hmm. And so they were going and I had to leave to a different place. So I had to like, let that one go. Okay. But yeah, if I ever go back to, I'm probably gonna. But if I go back to Australia, I'm definitely going to... That's the first thing I'm going to do. That's skydive. Yeah, you should do that. Okay. Do that. Totally do that. What's next? Well, next will be... Um, I know it's kind of a cheesy thing, but I want to be in... I want to be a fluent five-language speaker. Okay. That's my that's my limit, too. I have four Minimum. down yeah. now. I need one more, yeah. which will most likely be German. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah, that's good. Dude, you should shoot for more than that. Mm. The, at your level now, like, my minimum is five. You know, and I would say I'm like halfway there. You are like 80, 90% there, in my opinion. <laughs> so you should go for like seven, at least. Probably, yeah. Yeah, you should go I for should. seven. It just, it's a pain in the A, like to just maintain all yeah. that. That's the that's the hard part. Yeah. Like learning it, like, I don't know, like people call me, I'm like gifted and I'm lucky and all that. Right. Because I grew up with more than, like I grew up with three languages. Right. Which makes it easy for me to learn a different language. Yeah. But I... I don't know, I'm trying to like think of a better way to say it, but I am lucky. Yeah. But at the same time, it's hard for me to keep all that, you know, it's like true. yeah. Like the slangs, you know how many words are made in different languages? Like yeah. they create a lot of words mm-hmm. every day. That's true. And I have to keep up with that 
And guess what? Like when I don't speak Chinese for a long time and then go back to China, I'm having a hard time understanding the young people. Right. Like, cause they create new languages, new words, pretty much. Right. And I'm like, um, okay. So I'm like trying not to let that happen. Yeah, it does is, evolve. That's true. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it's very, and uh, you know, it's true. Like if you don't use it, you lose it. <laughs> mm, exactly. You know, in terms of language, that's definitely you know as a true statement. Mm-hmm. So I completely understand that. But at the same time, as you know, if you are if you were able to use that language before, then you can at least confidently say, "Yes, I knew this language. I was able to use it in many different contexts. I can understand it, and even to this day, you can still use it. But you just may not be up to date with it as as you were before." Yeah. That's that's good enough, you know. I, yeah, that's pretty good. And once you learn Germany, I'm gonna give you seven seven languages minimum. Now, sorry, you don't have a choice. The next two <laughs> languages you're gonna learn: Spanish, Arabic. I so definitely, yep, yeah, definitely interested in both go. of them. Seven languages. There you go. Mm. You don't mm. have any, no excuses. So, like, <laughs> if I ever have a kid, like, he's gonna be like multilingual. Dude, he, sure. your kid's gonna be amazing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, your kid's gonna be awesome. He's gonna grow up like <laughs> even more languages than you probably. Probably, yeah. yeah. Man, he's gonna be making so much money. Think oh yeah, that. yeah. Oh, dude. Oh man, how much do interpreters make? I've always been curious on how much interpreters make at the UN. Um, n- what I did in Paris. Yeah. Um, you make at the court. Like it depends on where you work. Yeah. But at most, I made 180 an hour. To yeah. See, that's the job right there. That's amazing. It's the Chinese, the French to Chinese, and Chinese to French. Okay, that's when I made the most money. Dude, one hundred eighty an hour. Shit. If it, if it was an emergency, like probably more. Than sometimes that. you make like two hundred fifty. Yeah. But that's super rare. Yeah. So that's you big. work four hours. Yeah. And you make a grand. That's amazing. I know. Yeah, I've always wanted a job like that where I could just work a couple days a week and just like chill for the rest. <laughs> yeah. Actually. It's funny because I've always wanted to do this. Like I've always wanted to um, change the whole work week around. Yeah. So I want to. I want to create like change the whole schedule around. And when I say the whole schedule, I mean like the whole calendar, mm. right? So what I want to do is I want to have eight day work weeks. I mean, sorry, eight day weeks. So fuck this seven day bullshit, right? We have eight day weeks. You work for four days. You have four days off. Mm. Bam, that's it. Yeah, and then you can have, you can work your typical forty hours a week, or you can or you can work more if you want to because you have an extra day, you know, yeah. to yourself. So that's what I want to do. I want to recreate the whole calendar. I don't know how I'm going to do that, but I would like to recreate the whole calendar, let everybody adopt it, right? And then everybody has four days of work and they have four days off. Think about how much time, and if you want to work more, you can work more. Who cares, right? But just think about like that extra time, what you could do in that extra time. Yeah. And a lot of people don't, and a lot of people I've talked to and in my experiences, a lot of people have these things that they want to do, like their hobbies and their interests, but they were not really able to pursue them because they don't have enough time to do it. You know, and I feel like, hey, if you work for four days and you have four days off, that's plenty of time for you to pursue your interests and your hobbies. Like, I don't even know, like, how, like, the calendar and, like, all that, like, year thing, like, the day thing and month thing, like, week thing. Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't even know how it works. Like, all I know is, like, the, because it's, like, made from the Christians, right? Right. Like, but the their calendar is based off the pagan calendar as well. Like, yeah. Like, they don't want to admit that, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, like, it's, like, you know. I don't know, like, that thing is also, like, interesting to talk about, I guess. Like, um, I don't know. I could be, like, I don't know. Like, let's talk about, let's go back to, um, year, let's go back to year five, right? right? Year five. Like, like, someone will be asking you, like, well, hey, what year is this? Mm -hmm. It's, it's, it's five. Right. But I'm, but I'm 38. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Yeah. Like, that could go on. You have to take years away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, yeah, I mean, if we were to change it now, it would be like 
first of all, I don't even know how it would be done. It would be disastrous for sure. (laughs) But it would be cool. And I don't want to hear people say, no, we can't do that. It's impossible. No, we can. Think about how many things people have said have been impossible and yet it's done. Yeah, Obama said, yes, we can. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) So, I mean, I think we could totally do it. Um, But I don't know. I don't know how I'll go about doing that. Anyways, what's next on your bucket list, man? Anything else? Um, yeah, after the skydiving and languages and all that, I want to, like, like, this is also, again, cheesy. Right. But I want to live in a place with a pool. Okay. That's not cheesy. The, none of your, none of your things, none of these things are cheesy at all. I, because I love swimming. Right. And that's the reason why I quit smoking. Okay. Because I love swimming so much. Right. And you know what? I love cigarettes just as much as swimming. Mm-hmm. It's just that it slows me down. That's why I had to quit. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, it gave me a lot of good things mm-hmm. after I quit smoking. Like I became a lot happier. I started frowning less. Right. Because like when you smoke, like like the smoke goes into your eyes, and you just—it's just natural thing. You just frown a lot. Yeah. It's just that you can also bring that mic towards you if you want to. Yeah, yeah. So you don't have to like. There you go. You can just like pull it towards you if you want to, so you can like kind of relax yourself. Yeah. All right, cool. That sounds Sorry. good. Thanks, man. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. Like with the, is this better? Yeah. Yeah. With like, not smoking thing, like it makes you a lot healthier, and mm. your life just becomes better. Yeah. You don't have to. Bu- you don't have to pay for like the cologne, like expensive cologne and all that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I love swimming. I I have to swim. If I don't, I get literally depressed. Mm. So, yeah, I want to live in a place with a pool. Okay. That's one of the bucket lists I have. That's cool, man. And like a big pool so you can actually swim laps. Exactly. Okay, cool. Where do you swim around here? Um, Well, there used to be Time World around here um, where they like have like a nice pool. Yeah. But they close that down mm-hmm. because obviously they don't have enough closed stores. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> They always need more of those, man. Yeah, they need more of those. Yeah. Girls need to buy clothes. Yeah. But, um, yeah, they are opening up one very soon right. um tambang station okay cool and that's where i'm gonna go nice to swim sweet okay cool anything else on your bucket list um that's pretty much what i thought about that's cool man that's good though those are all achievable things yep you know that you could do actually you could do pretty quickly you know that i think about pretty it. much yeah. yeah so except for i guess for getting the house like it seems like you don't want to settle down anytime soon so Maybe. Not for a while. Not for a while. So when you do settle down, you can... By the time you settle down, you'll have plenty of money to buy yourself a pool. Shit, you could probably buy yourself a beach if you really want to. <laughs> oh, that's, <laughs> the a, you're that's a plan. <laughs> yeah, man. Hell yeah. Buy yourself a beach. And buy yourself a beach with no crabs and then other things that you Oh, yeah. On. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to step on those. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> at the same time, that's pretty cool, though, because if there was, like, a bunch of crabs out there, okay, cool. Just go eat them. Mm. Right? Show them who's boss. Mm. Yeah, and then what you could do is you can cook them right in front of them. Mm. Right? And be like, see? See this? See, see? It's your cousin I, I, right I here. I messed your cousin right, right. right here. <laughs> Keep fucking with me. I'm going to cook you too. Yeah, and then they probably won't come around. No, that's messed up. Don't do that. Yeah, <laughs> that might be yeah. like animal cruelty, I guess. Yeah, like yeah. PETA members are going to get angry. Yeah, right? that's true. Yeah, no, don't come after me. Um, No, but that's cool, man. I like that. That's good. That's very good things, and there's nothing cheesy about it, man. Seriously. I appreciate it, man. Yeah. Thanks. Okay, cool. So, you have one more story for me from abroad. Uh, we were talking about the story on Australia, uh. the <laughs> man of the night one. Yeah. yeah. All right. So tell everybody that one and then we'll, we'll call it quits. All right. Cool. All right. All right. That sounds good, man. And we'll get um, something to eat, man, because I'm hungry too. Yeah, I'm kind of hungry too. Um, anyway. Um, all right. So fine. I was in this place. Um, I was backpacking all the way from um, Adelaide to all the way up to um, 
um, this place called Cairns. Okay. Oh, in Australia, you should say Cairns. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, I'm sorry. But anyway, um, yeah, I was going there, and we're like just hop and hop on and hop off. It's like a bus uh, thing, company mm-hmm. thing that okay. you do. Yeah. Um, back then, they called it Greyhound. Mm-hmm. They call it Greyhound, the bus company. Yeah, Greyhound. That's what they called it. Yeah, we have that in the. But US. You have that in the states too, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Very popular. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, it's like now it's called on. Now it's called hopped on and hopped off or something. Okay. I'm not sure. Okay. But anyway, um, I was going to Cairns, and then like I was staying in this hostel with like you know a bunch of other people, mm-hmm. and that's where I met my MMA friend. Okay. Anyway, like he's he's a boxer. He's in um, UFC. He retired this year, actually. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, but anyway, um, I was just you know doing that, and I went to this hostel, and this guy was like, "Hey, hey, there's like a thing called pup crawl." Okay. Yeah, pub crawl. And I'm like, all right, cool. Like, sure. All right, what do you do there? You just pay $20 and then you just follow around the people. Yeah. Like, all right, that sounds good. I went to a bar, like a bunch of bars. I drank. The first bar I went to, I drank a lot. Second bar I went to, they gave me a bunch of shots. So I drank a lot too there. Nice. Third place I went to, I'm starting to not remember things. <laughs> and fourth place is the club, right? Right. And then, like, you know, it became midnight. And then the bartenders, um, mostly females, they started jumping onto the bar and mm-hmm. started dancing with their top off. Nice. And I'm like, oh shit, shit. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I want to take a picture of this, man. Yeah. I like, they're all like pissed off. I'm like, oh dude, I'm so drunk right now. I'm like, you know, I don't even know what I'm drinking. Right. It tastes like water. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> but I'm I know like, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's not, but it tastes like water though. I like keep dancing. I like keep drinking, and then one of the hot bartenders just pull my arm, and put me on the bar nice and took my t-shirt away nice and i'm like holy shit okay okay, sure whatever and they started playing the music and then one of those guys like with a microphone was like saying all right midnight we like do that stance thing right and whoever survives until the end yeah um wins uh drink uh a bottle of drink actually yeah and i'm like i was like dancing and the first round there was like 20 people mm-hmm. and like the bartenders kick the female bartenders they kick the ones they don't like off the bar oh i see cool and it became like five people and the bartenders kicked two of them off the bar mm-hmm. and three people it was like a street style you know like the mc goes into the bar yeah. like grab their hand and put it up yeah and the and then the crowd the, votes. the intensity of the crowd like cheering yeah like that makes you win and then the Spanish guy, I remember, like, he just kept pinching my nipples and they just kept <laughs> annoying me, like, kicking me. Yeah. Which I didn't respond to because it, it wasn't worth it. Anyway, I kept dancing and, you know, like, I knew I was going to lose because the Spanish guy was a great dancer. Yeah. And this German guy was also a pretty good da- dancer. And I heard, like, Spanish guy was actually a professional dancer. Mm. So I knew I was going to lose. But you know what? I'm drunk. I've been to four different bars that night. And I'm kind, I'm more than just drunk. So I'm like, you know, dancing, and suddenly the music changes. Opa Gangnam style. Right. <laughs> hey, I'm Korean, man. I know how to do that dance. Right. And I danced the shit out of Opa Gangnam style, like to that music. Yeah. And then the <laughs> MC, when, when he lifted my hand, the crowd just went crazy. Nice. I thought the windows were gonna like crack or something. Yeah. 
And yeah, I won that bottle, tequila tequila bottle. Nice. And I gave shots to all my buddies there. Nice. We got all drunk. Hey, that's not over. That's the way to do it. Okay, what mm-hmm. else? Next day, I got up all hungover. I'm like, oh, shit, I hate my life, right? Right, right. And I had the breakfast that a hostel provided. And I had the breakfast. I went swimming because this is, this is Australia. Right. Like, you have pool everywhere. Right. I went swimming, and then I, like, chill. I got tanned. And after that, I went to the downtown again. And this girl just in this club, right? She just kept staring at me. Like, she kept looking at me. I'm like, all right, a uh, pretty white girl looking at me. Right. I'm going to go say hi to her. Yeah, why not? Like, hey, what's up? How's it going? And she's like, are you the man of the night in that dance club? I'm like, um, uh, y- yes, I was last night. She looked at me like she has met someone from her old town or right. school. Right. Hey, I'm the female. I'm the woman of the night in that club. <laughs> nice. And I was like, holy shit, dude. Yeah. I, like, we bought each other drinks and like, guess what? Yeah. I walk up next to her the next day. <laughs> <laughs> nice. How are you even able to drink after that? I, you know what? Water actually gets you sobered up really fast. Oh, damn, man. Shit. The beach and the pool. Like, yeah. I got sobered up really fast. Right. Nice. Yeah. yeah who would have thought water fixes everything? Mm, it does. <laughs> yeah, well, especially salt water. And then, of course, you hydrated probably. Dude, yeah. that's awesome, man. So, I man know, of the man. night, female of the night. The next night, got together. That's amazing. <laughs> yep, that's what it was. That's perfect, man. Hey, by the way, UFC fighter, friend. Yep. What's his name? Um, his name is Shane Taylor. Um, his nickname is Shannon. Um, he retired this year, and I love you, dude. Like, I'm sad that you didn't get to wear the belt, but you know what? You did your best, and you're a good, dude. Yeah, man, that's good. Yeah, I mean, you know, not everybody's able to wear the belt. That doesn't make them bad, though. No, a lot no, of people think that, like, which is weird to me because I'm like, first of all, UFC is an an amazing sport, and not an easy sport at all. You know. And, like, people knock fighters, like, oh, he's not the best, he's not the best. Yeah, but he could still be, like, 80% of the population's ass. Yeah. And not just 85% of the population in your country. I'm talking about 80% of the population in the world. Maybe more than that, you know? And if you really think about it, 15% of that population are, like, military-trained people. Mm. And he could probably still take out a lot of those people, too. Yeah. And then the other 5% are the UFC fighters, probably, (laughs) in his bracket, you know? So, yeah, man. Hey, more power to you, man. I hope I get to meet you one day. Um, Enjoy yeah, your sure, retirement. Man. Yeah, for Shane, sure, man. Shane, right? Yeah. Shane, yeah. Sh- uh, Shannon. Yep. Shannon. Goes yeah. by Shannon. He's still in Australia. Nice. Good dude. He let me stay at his place for free. Nice. Um, his place was right by the beach. This place called Brighton. Nice. Um, the richest, most expensive place where you where I cannot even live. Nice. Like rent is eight grand a month. Jesus. Yeah. And yeah, it was five minutes walk to the beach. He let me stay there for free. Dude, that's so cool, man. You got some good friends, man. I am the yeah. luckiest guy. Yeah. I realized that again today. I'm the luckiest guy alive. Nice, man. No, it's cool, man. That's really cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you, yeah, that's so cool, man. Damn. Well, shout out to you, Shane. Shout out to your parents. Uh, <laughs> June. <laughs> shout out to all your friends. I hope I get to meet them one day. Which you apparently I'm going to meet some of them soon, so I'm excited for that. Yeah, yeah man. man. That's cool, bro. All right, man. Well, we'll have, well you want to talk about anything else? Um... You got, like, well, you asked all the good questions, man. I don't know if I have anything else. I just want to say thank you for giving me this opportunity. Yeah, man. And I hope I was a decent talker. I've never done this before. Yeah, But I had a good time. And um, 
I kind of am hungry. Yeah, man. Let's, let's go get say. some food, man. Let's go get some food. For sure. All right. Now, you were amazing. You did a great job. And again, man, thanks for sharing your experiences. and I appreciate you, it, man. sir. And trust me, I'm excited to see what people say, too. They're going to be like, right. what? June's amazing. I need to meet him. And then we'll even have more. <laughs> and I almost guarantee you, um, I don't know how many people are going to listen to this, but there's definitely going to be some people in like in the, in the African continent and in the South American continent be like, tell June to come stay with me. Yeah. Hey, man, yeah. I appreciate it, man. Yeah. I'm an open-minded person, so hey. Hell yeah, man. If you let me stay, man, you'll be my friend. Nice. <laughs> Sounds good. All right, bro. Well, let's end it now. Thanks a lot. All right. All right. Hey. Thank you, sir. Thank you. One, two, three. How do I do this?